You've seen those movies where they say, make my day, or I'm your worst nightmare. Well, listen to this one. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Ha! You didn't know I'm gonna say that, did you? Your move, creep. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Huh? Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? We kicked its ass. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I am your host, Matt Bledsoe. Uh, and this week, we're just kind of hanging out and hanging out with my two favorite people. Two of my favorite people. Not Don't really make me feel bad. Two of my favorite people. Apologies to the other podcast friends. We're your favorite people. Come on, let's <laughs> admit it, Matt. It's true. The, the voice you're hearing right now, the first person I'll introduce here is the host of the Cult Movies podcast, Anthony King. Anthony, how you doing? I'm great. Super happy to be here. Just Just chilling out and... Uh, nice and loosey goosey, <laughs> extremely loosey goosey. No notes, no prep. We're just gonna we're just gonna wing it. Uh, but we're not alone. We also are joined by that Tony Scott guy, that Spielberg guy, close personal friend to Bruce Campbell now, I believe. Uh, James Coddington. James, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Yes, we're uh, best friends now. Your best friends. He retweeted your tweet about. Oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, it was the Hudsucker Proxy. Hudsucker Proxy, thank you. I was like, Cohen Brothers, which one? Um, which I was like, did a double take at. I was like, what, what? The Bruce Campbell? <laughs> yeah, he's in like, it for like two seconds. And I don't know, everyone, it was. that's just how it works. You know, it's weird like that sometimes. <laughs> um, but it was very cool. It's very cool. Um, so yeah, well, I had to work on a plan for this episode to let people know who are listening. Uh, I uh, got you guys pretty last minute a few days ago. was like, hey, I need an episode. Please come talk to me. And, and uh, I appreciate you both being here. Um, so we're going to talk about what we've seen lately. Uh, we're going to do our ranking. I won't even say who yet. A very famous horror director. We're going to rank all his movies. Should be fun. And we'll talk about a random, bunch of random stuff. So um, that yeah, could be I don't so know many how... people. It could a be famous horror director. Famous, I'm very vague. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to keep people in suspense. That's all I guess. That's what I can do. Is um, it the master of suspense? <laughs> Oh, could be. It could it's be. It's Alexander uh, Payne. It's Alexander Payne. Let's not keep everybody. <laughs> it's you, Bull. Please. It's, it's, it's <laughs> one of the all-time greats. Um, oh. no. I mean, oh, I guess Alexander Payne, depending on what you think is horrific, could be. About Schmidt <laughs> is a total horror movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever seen any Alexander Payne movies. Oh, Sideways <laughs> is so... I love Sideways. Such a yeah. great movie. Still never seen, seen Sideways because when Sideways oh, came out... It was like, it was a teenager, and I had no interest in like 30, 40 something people on a wine road trip. That just right. did not yeah. seem like my bag. I was like, no, it's like, I need more like double guns and slow motion and doves. Like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that. Um, that. They do when they get up to Napa Valley. They get like, into a shootout a, a in Napa whole, Valley. Like John Woo esque shootout. Oh, yeah. well, I wish someone <laughs> told me that years ago. <laughs> cool. And it's a horror movie it's, since Alexander Payne, the master of horror, like it's a haunted vineyard. So pretty interesting. Yeah. Yes. You're really selling me on sideways. Uh, if any of this is actually true. <laughs> no. So, um, God, who wants to talk about something they've seen? Like, who wants to go first? 
Anthony I'll go James. First. Okay, Anthony. You. <laughs> All right. So um, I I am very lucky, privileged enough to get uh, screener copies of forthcoming Blu-rays um, to review, and I usually review them. You know whether I love the movie or not. I always try to find something good about the movie. Uh, but this is one that I didn't, for some reason, feel like I should put in print. Uh, but I'll talk about it on a podcast for some reason. I'm just going to shit all over this movie because it, it's fucking horrible. But we'll bury it. They won't know. They won't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's the new Arrow Blu-ray. God, I'm so sorry, Arrow, of Lover's Lane. Oh, directed I keep by John Stephen Ward. Pop up, from, yeah. Yeah, so it's from 1999, and it's, you know, Scream kind of kicks off the late 90s uh, slasher rebirth, and you, you get a bunch of these, you know, uh, you know, the, the slasher movie is, is you know, reinvigorated. And so you get a bunch of, uh, you know, fairly entertaining movies. Lover's Lane is not one of them. And I'd never heard of this, uh, but I, you know, I got it in the mail with uh, like uh, Heart of Dragon, great Jackie Chan, Sam Hung movie, and the Assassination Bureau, which is a great Oliver Reed and Diana Rigg movie. And then this, I was like, oh, interesting. So it's like, Bobby, do you want to watch this with me? Uh, Bobby, my wife. And she's like, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so we sat down and like, I, you know, the movie's 90 minutes long, about 30, 35 minutes. She gets up, just looks at me as I'm laying on the couch and kind of storms out of the room. And I was like, I realize this is really bad, but like, you didn't have to watch it with me. Uh, so it, it's not like offensive or anything. Uh -huh. uh, it's just that bad. So it's, uh, it, it's kind of known as Anna Ferris's first movie. She will never admit in interviews that this is her first movie, though. She always says that the uh, uh, scary movie is kind of her first movie. Uh, but so she's in this and then a, a bunch of other people. I didn't recognize anybody. And I swear to God, I thought this was like a Canadian sort of tax shelter <laughs> slasher because mm -hmm. uh, it kind of has that that cheap knockoff feel and you know something like uh and no offense like my bloody valentine or you know just any of those canadian tax shelter movies are usually my bloody valentine is great of course it's a great movie but like they i don't know they just have sort of this feeling about them where it's like it's it's something a little weird about it uh but they're still entertaining so I was like, oh, okay, this is obviously a Canadian movie. It's not a Canadian movie. It was shot in in America, like in Oregon or something. And it's, um, you know, about this escaped psychopath going around killing couples and teenagers that are making out, necking, if you will, on the local lover's lane. And then there's twists and turns. Uh, but here's the deal. I was like, okay, I and I'm texting Patrick while I'm watching this. I'm like, I can't find anything. And he said, surely there's got to be something. And so I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm thinking of something like, um, uh, oh shit, Matt, you paired it with Halloween. It's the Thanksgiving slasher movie. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, 
Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. Uh it's got two names, like Spring Break, but that's not the like it has Arrow, you know, about the twin brothers. Oh, uh, oh, no, no, no. Um blood. Blood. <laughs> blood. Yes. Blood. I'm gonna Google uh, it. Okay, you're on. gonna Google. So, anyways, I was like, okay, it kind of has sort of that feel, except that movie, Blood. <laughs> blood rage blood rage how could i not think of that um it's i totally very, I, li- I really like that movie honestly yeah it, it's very entertaining i don't know if it's good but it's super fun louise lasser is incredible in that movie so i was like okay i think i can find some comparisons here but the movie ended and i was like this movie was fucking terrible i mean just <laughs> there's no redeeming qualities and so i had seen that like daniel had pre-ordered the blu-ray and i messaged him and i was like Dude, cancel. Do not because like you know, for, it down. For, for 30 bucks or whatever, right? It's like right, right. not worth it, man. Like a blind buy. Oh. And so, anyways, it's such a you know, I, I try to love every movie, but this honest honest to God is so bad. I'm sure there's gonna be fans out there, and those fans are high or blinded by something because this is like they're gonna be like oh no it's actually great no it's actually not great it's very very bad um (laughs) so i want people to watch lover's lane and then come tell me oh it's actually great and just so i can you know sort of hold my nose up in the air and say no it's not um <laughs> and then... I, I've never heard of it. I never heard of it before. That Blu-ray, and it's funny because I keep seeing the Blu-ray get posted, and I assumed it was like an 80 slasher movie. I had no idea it was like a 99, like a post-scream slasher Same. movie. Um yeah, I'm looking it up. It does not look great, just even from the stills and the the 4.0 IMDB average. It's not is not great. Um yeah, you know, it's it's shot on digital, so early digital is usually unforgivably ugly um you know it's a 4.3 aspect ratio or you know whatever the you know square aspect ratio is Mm -hmm. it's not i'm telling you there's nothing (laughs) and and i felt horrible because i was like you know they sent me and it's not like when you get screeners you get like burned copies basically so you don't get the whole set and but i was like you know sometimes i feel obligated i'm like you know, they're sending me stuff and I should find something and kind of promote it. But like, I was like, I can't in good conscience tell people, yeah, think about paying money for this. And so like, this is obviously like whoever's running arrow now, it it was like, we have this property. Let's just throw it out there and like, give it a cool cover. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You have this property and you don't have to do that. Like you, you really don't have to do that. And so I think that's the difference, whoever's running Arrow now, to Fran Simeone, who ran Arrow for years before he, his new company, Radiance, mm-hmm. he's been putting out like the most interesting movies. Again, shit I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything that I've seen from Radiance has a bit, looked good, been stacked, and then like they're super interesting movies. And so I watched... Uh, the Sunday Woman today, which is a 1975 Italian crime comedy. Letterbox <laughs> has it under crime and comedy, um, but it's it's like a police procedural. And that's a comedy. 
It's a comedy. Yes, it's a crime. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Sorry for screaming. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had to get that in. It's there. like a jump scare. Comedy. It's like what? <laughs> I'm so close to the mic, and the child is freaking me out. But uh, the Sunday Woman <laughs> stars uh, Marcello Mastroianni, Mastroianni, uh, Jacqueline Bisset, uh, Jean Louis Trinignant is in there. Uh, you know, French actor playing Italian. Uh, you would never guess the man is French. Um, of course, it's all, you know, redubbed anyways. But so this is a, another movie I'd never heard of, but I trust what Fran's putting out. And uh, so it's uh, Marcello Mastroianni is a detective who is on the case of this architect who has been murdered. And it's a it's just a, you know, a whodunit. And we get, uh, you know, it's sort of a maybe a, a Poirot type of thing where there's several different characters, suspects, red herrings. And it's very entertaining. Jean-Louis Trinignant plays this um, gay character who is in a relationship with another man, but like is not necessarily closeted, but like he doesn't broadcast to the world that he's gay. Um, and so like there's that tension between him and his lover and and then Jacqueline Bissett plays this unhappy housewife who who sleeps around and and maybe she's going to have an affair with Mr. Oiani. And, um, you know, it's full of just beautiful, super cool people. It's set in Tur Turin, Turin, I think. Um, and so, like, what's really interesting about this is that they sort of incorporate some real life historical facts about that that uh um, area of italy where it's like half sicilians live there and half torinos um or uh starts with a p i, I whatever they're called um but like the 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 sicilians are all <clears throat> sort of the upper class people there's like this huge social divide between the two so I found that very interesting. That was like a you know very very sub 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 subplot, and so uh, Mr. Oyani is investigating this murder that happened among the upper echelon, uh, and so it's it's really uh, funny. It's like it's so intriguing. I had no idea like the the killer was revealed, and I was like, get out of here! <laughs> what? Uh, so it's super exciting. Um, and so, you know, I just want to shill a little bit for Radiance because uh, Fran is putting out super interesting stuff. I also have uh, the Yakuza Graveyard, which I'm going to be writing about. Um, I wrote about the, oh, there's another Japanese Yakuza. Uh, what is it? It's, uh, uh, oh, Big Time Gambling Boss was really good. See, this is what those discs look like. Like they're nothing. Oh, you wow, know, that is super slim. It's yeah. like a, a burned just copy. Check. Yeah, they're just yeah. check discs. Yeah, so three or four months that I can write about. You know, luckily I have a a website with a decent following that I can write for. And so, you know, I'm 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 happy with that. Yeah, I was thinking too also um, that you talking about the collector side of things. That is also an interesting thing where you could almost split up the review two ways, right? Because a lot of these your boutique labels are about the packaging and the contents and stuff. Yep. They don't even care about the movie, right? Like, so it's almost like you need just two separate reviews. One, yeah. if you want to talk about the movie, 
and then one about the actual oh here's what's packaged here's what you get here's you know blah 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 all this extra stuff that's what i i love about fran what he's doing with with radiance and it seems like kind of a waste to me but you know he's doing that like special half sheet wrap mm-hmm. um that looks really cool but he's like you know these are meant to be thrown away you want to throw them away throw them away i don't care like he's all about <laughs> the movie he wants to make sure the movie looks good, put out movies that, you know, nobody's heard of, but interesting stuff. And that's what like, you know, that's why I don't fit in as a collector because I don't give a shit about slips. Like I take all my slips off. Can't stand the slip. I cannot stand the slip. Because either everything's in a slip or nothing's in a slip. So, you know, most of that shit gets thrown in the trash anyways. Uh, I just want the movie. That's all I want. Anthony, I will tell Speaking you. My language. I, <laughs> if you <laughs> slip in. covers, I want uh, this is I, I don't want to feel bad about this. I had a bunch of Scream Factory movies that I had collected over the years, and I had slip covers for a bunch of them. And a lot of them I found out the slip covers were like out of print. I sold like a dozen slip covers for over a hundred dollars. Just slip covers. So I, well, there's value in those slip covers. I'm telling you. Like Matt, listen. Yeah. I gave mine away for free. Okay. Oh. So I'm the better person. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm not trying free, to profit off my free I'm market. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm, kidding. I'm okay. kidding, obviously. I was going to throw them away. I'm like, no, right. That is, that is definitely what you should Okay. Do. Here we go. You I got one. I got one. All right. Okay. We're doing a live auction. The Burbs from, from uh, <laughs> Shout Select starting off at $65. Who wants it? That's oh, no so one? Good. Okay. I'm telling you, I yeah. don't know. I sold a good amount oh, of those things. Yeah, no, I'm like, awesome. look at this. Like, the, it's the same picture. What okay. do I give a shit? That's, uh, that's what I was going to say, Anthony. Is that's why I don't uh, get it. Is 99 of the time it's the exact same thing, and that's doesn't make any sense to me. Like, and, if it's a special, special slipcover, like some vinegar syndrome, some of those, right? Those are cooler, and I'll keep those cooler. Whatever, you know what I mean? Like, they're. At least they're different, and they are serving some other type of collector purpose sure. yeah. outside of just oh, here's cover again, <laughs> only a cardboard version. You know, yeah, to true. protect when, your Blu-ray when I, when I order from Vinegar Syndrome, I always go standard edition, no slip, no slip. And like even Matt, remember you and I were talking about uh, <laughs> where's it at? Where's it at? Hold on, uh, the the Fun City Editions Primetime Panic set. You oh yeah, yeah. Amazon, and you got the standard case, and you're like, "Oh no, that's not going to fly." <laughs> and so, like, you had yeah, to order yeah. vinegar for the box, right? Like, this is like, look, that saves room. It's beautiful. That's like oh. probably like a third I of wanted... the size of the box you get. Matt, Matt you're getting box. ganged up on here again. <laughs> oh my God, it's like the Jaws podcast all over again. Oh, <laughs> um, listen, I, listen, I stand by. Okay, <laughs> this is a real detour. Um, I don't, I don't absolutely need the slip all the time. Like, if I, like, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, I don't know. I won't got of I would not be the guy that goes on eBay and buys a slipcover to go on a movie I have because I don't have the slipcover. But if I if I can if I have the option to buy with or without, I usually almost always buy with because I just like having I don't know. I think they look nice. Yeah, I like no, having them. Yeah. It, I, I will say, see, I mean, I'm I I recently just combined my Blu-rays and DVDs, and I'm still like, this is not right. Everything's mm-hmm. different, like everything. Yeah. So like I don't I, like the size differences. The reason, yeah, the reason I don't like the slips is because it was like you know every ten movies there'd be one with a slip cover and it was just a little bit taller than the rest. And I was like, no, no, this is not right. Mm. So that's why the slips got to go. 
but then I was running out of room and like, so, you know, I combined, it was when I was friends with Vinny and he's like, you should just combine them. And I was like, okay, I will. And I'm like, I'm hold looking on. at me behind me. And I'm like, hold on. this is fucking hold trash, on. man. Hold on. Where? <laughs> what, what does that mean? The whole story. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's off. Okay. You can edit this really, out if you need as to. As far as yeah. I know, we're still really... friends. It's fine. It's whatever. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Okay. No. You just okay. But like you know, closer friends. Up here, my top shelf. These are like the uh, the box sets, um, that have multiple movies where it's like everything else is in alphabetical order. Although I'll, I have to say, there's a a couple Kino movies and. I'm I'm done talking about what I watched lately, Matt. So I we'll figured that was that it, was but, over now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like what how this is going here. There's like yeah, yeah, it's, it's there's a, a a too much and a Miami Rhapsody double feature. Mm-hmm. You know, Kino has those double feature discs. Oh or, yeah, yeah. And it's like this isn't technically technically a box set, and it's a like standard size Blu-ray, so it's going to go in the regular rows. Mm-hmm. But do I put it under too much or Miami Rhapsody? And so I put it under too much <laughs> because it's it's the first title yeah that's what i would do um but like the other i watched miami rhapsody last week and i was like looking through the m's i was like it's not here what the fuck and i had to think oh yeah yeah oh it's with too much so i went to the t's it's not like i mean i i don't have that many blu-rays or movies anyways not you know uh, i'm no matt bledsoe but so it, it wasn't like I had to go to the next room, you know, to the second half of the alphabet. <laughs> okay, I'm done talking. Okay, who's next? I don't, you know, I have one <laughs> shelf, but the problem is that the shelf is full and movies have spilled into like, well, they're in yeah. bags and closets and like boxes. Like, like, look at this. Like these, these are the, you know, these don't fit. I, I'm out of room. Um, also, if anybody wants Hollywood chainsaw hookers. This movie fucking sucks, and I'll give it to you for free. <laughs> I'll mail it to you. Oh wow! Hey, you this movie sucks for the post. <laughs> so bad. It is so bad. Uh, anyway, this all just sounds like we all we all have a lot of weird issues with OCD. Yeah, oh my god, we're we're all super neurotic here. Yeah. This is I know this is making me feel more neurotic. Also, I, I man, I feel the other day I was like I gotta stop buying so many movies because like all these pre-orders came at once so it made me or just order so it was like the kino sale order came i had a severin order that showed up i ordered like three months ago there was some vinegar syndrome stuff at all like the same day and i was like jesus christ what have i done <laughs> like they were all ordered like different times but uh but it was i just it was i questioned myself and, and i i had the thought i was like man I, you know we like to buy movies like movies but i was yeah. like between my public library, which I just happened to go to, I visited, and I was like, they have an amazing movie selection in my public library. And it's just one branch. I have like seven other branches to go to. Between the public library, between streaming, between, what was everything I was thinking of? Uh, Redbox, Redbox. Between those three things, why do I need to own anything? Is what right. I thought to myself. And then I was, this was, a, I was driving for a long time. I was like having too many thoughts. I was like, what am I doing? I should sell all my movies. <laughs> and I said, no, 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 don't do that. But I just thought between all those things, I'm like, I'm pretty well covered. I could keep the stuff that I know is hard to see or not streaming anywhere. Sure. But so like, I'm always able to watch Goodfellas anywhere. I imagine I can't fathom a scenario where I can't watch like right. any Marvel movie or some of these movies, but you're surprised sometimes. But yeah, I just, I had a real existential crisis <laughs> about the movies, but 
I don't know. That was just me going through therapy. Apparently, I didn't have a point. It's <laughs> good. No, I, that's good. We yeah, uh, we're we're growing. You're growing, Matt. Yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna keep the movies, but I thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've talked about this the last few times we've talked to. I think where like I've cut down so much because obviously space is an issue. I only have one room that I'm allowed to use, right? <laughs> so <laughs> once that you know is full, I, that's it. I, I really can't do anything else. But yeah, don't sell your movies, Matt, because you. <laughs> I, you know, part of it is um, having it there at your hand, right? Like, and I know a lot of people talk about, oh, I pull it up, even though I have it in my room, I still stream it. Oh, right God, no. That's, no. That, oh, that's oh, oh, I do not. No, God, no. Oh, I'm lazy. Right. I'm not saying it, but <laughs> oh, right. my God. It happens all the time. I, I'm just saying. Not in this happen. house. Not in this house. God damn it. <laughs> my, okay. My, my wife, she, she was like, uh, I'm going to go through the Lord of the Rings series. And I was like, oh, cool. I've got the Blu-ray. And she's like, oh, it's streaming on HBO. I was like, we have the Blu-ray. I'm not going to watch it with you. I've got to justify this. We purchase. have the Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I get it. I, I get it I, too. Yeah. I, I go back and forth. I'm not, I'm guilty of it myself. You know, like depending on where I'm at, like in, we'll say both physically and mentally, <laughs> what am I going to get up and walk to my room and go get that Blu-ray if I'm already comfy in bed? Right. Like, no, because that's a separate area of the house. I'm, it's I'm a whole thing. Bed, I'm watching it's it. It's like on, 12 on... steps away. Come on. Yeah, exactly. so, I know. But... Well, I feel like the laziest person in the world when I don't get up to go to my Blu-ray show. And it's like, I'm like, eh, it's over there. I'm sitting down. Like, it's, I... it's over there. At least mine is in the basement. So like if we're, if we're upstairs, they're like, what do you want to watch? Oh, let's watch this. Oh, I have the Blu-ray. I have to go downstairs and then, and then climb stairs again. And and the basement is really dark and scary, you guys. Like it's work, but I still do it. I do the work. I mean, you yeah, doing... do it, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm like, eh, it's right there. Um, yeah, no, it is what it is. I, well, uh... also, like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's lazy in your own house. You're also talking about places you actually have to go drive to or walk to or like go out yeah, and get. Like, you can't just go to your room and grab Goodfellas. And yes, it's probably streaming somewhere, but you can't just go grab it <laughs> off your shelf. You have to drive to Redbox, blah, blah, blah. Not, sure, not, yeah. But again, it, it it's whatever works best. It's not one size fits all, obviously. We know that. Yeah. I just thought it was funny that I. <laughs> This drive in, it really, you get all those movies at one time, I think really like well, messed me up. The other so thing, gone. like for me, like it's a, when you really think about it, and this is my dad brain uh, coming into play here, but like it's a lot of money that is just like sitting on my shelf. And like, you know, I just started playing hockey and I was like, you know what? I feel better about spending money on like, hockey gear because i'm going out and like i'm being active and like doing something good for for myself and and trying to be healthy and everything uh while all along like this shit is just sitting like seriously you, you see the dust there's dust like it, they're, <laughs> they're collecting dust come on <laughs> oh man yes. um, yeah well I, I i mean we could talk about this all night probably i know this could be going to but, <laughs> but i want to say about you know you were talking about the different sizes and stuff that is the thing that really gets me like i have gone back and forth with putting like the you get like a rocky set in there inside of a box but that inside of that box is like a standard blu-ray case with like five yeah little pull you know like the, what those little things Flipper, like, yeah, flippers, yeah, the little yeah flippers or whatever and and it's like then other ones are individual discs inside of a box, and then it's just it's a nightmare, <laughs> and I hate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> this is I'm sorry, you reminded me. I just opened up. 
I have the Wong Kar Wai box set from Criterion. Has anyone have oh, this thing or seen this thing? I've seen Don't it. Don't get me started on Criterion box sets. It's a fucking nightmare. This thing yeah, should. I mean, look at this fucking bird. Yeah, yeah, the Wong yeah. Kar. Well, I, I this think thing the, should the, have been outlawed because whoever made this thing, it opens like fold? a puzzle yeah. box. It folds right. like it's. I know it's gonna rip at some point. It's just cheap little thin cardboard. Mm. You have to open it up. I tried. The disc was hard to get out. I fell straight on the floor. And hit the and hit the <laughs> like of course it fell label up so I was like ah and I tried to and it was like the kitchen floor so I tried to wipe it up and then I was trying to watch uh, 2046 I never seen before and the disc started like skipping halfway through it, and, oh no and I had to still pay to rent the movie to finish the movie because oh. I could not I tried to clean it then I yes. went and googled and apparently there was a problem with this box set when it came out like two years ago and I never heard about it that the discs were defective. Oh. So there was oh, replacement discs. But I, I thought it was me dropping the disc on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and I was like so mad at this box. I was like, I can't open this damn thing. There's like, it's like, it's just too much. I mean, I don't think they're being like really clever and it's really nice, but it's like, I don't need all this. Just let me open yeah. the thing normally. Sorry, that just, I had to bring that up because it turned no, out. The, that's a good point. <laughs> yes. Like, we don't need that's all that. That's where they're going so far to be so cool. Right, right, right. In their design, that they're forgetting that the people actually have to watch these movies. Like, or yeah, I have to so. get into you know, this like, box. You got to be able to open them and get to them at some point. It's not the fucking uh, Hellraiser box. I don't need to like, <laughs> like do all this work to get it open. Oh, um, is that like a puzzle box too? Yeah, I mean, the, no, no, no. I was saying like in the movie. Oh, oh, god. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the one. Uh, yeah, lament configuration. Like what was puzzle puzzle box. Yeah, I um, got Because I heard they have other bad box sets. I think there's like a Del Toro. Criterion box that people hate because it's like very thin and the movies are hard to get out and things like that. I'm like, you don't need to. Well, well, isn't the their 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 Godzilla box set is like super oh, tall, right? That's what everyone hated that one too because it's super awkward. It's like tall and thin. Yeah, so it doesn't. You can't sit well. And then oh, I know a lot yeah. of people just took the disc out and got their own custom made oh, like shit. normal size case. Because I mean, um, at least the the Bergman set, which yeah. I do have. I mean, like, is so heavy and thick, it can and stand on its own. It's it acts as a bookend for me. Like that's how <laughs> yeah. solid this fucking thing. It is. Looks like it was a good bookend. That's that's. <laughs> yeah. so. Look, it's holding all of Danny's books upright, sandwiched in between <laughs> my VHSs. Yeah, that oh. one does feel like a big, huge, like coffee table book. Yeah, is what, yeah. You know, that one but... seems one of like one of the nicer ones. I haven't opened it up, but it seems like a better, a yeah. better quality box set. <laughs> it's straightforward. It's just huge, right? Like, but at huge. least it's just like. You know, you can actually just flip pages and then all yep. the movies are there. It's oh, easy well, that's good. It. That's good. Yeah. Boy, we are really in the weeds now about <laughs> somebody <laughs> listening. This is a hangout episode. I know. I know. Episode. I just think Lucy we all Goosey. sound like insane people. Uh, I just imagine anybody who does like Blu-rays is like, these guys are nuts. Like, this is like, this is why I stream. True. True. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, Those guys like, no, you just be pissed at me. I, I'm the, I'm the party pooper here. I mean, just, no, I mean, uh, listen, we all collect stuff. We all have our own. Mm-hmm. things we do it's yeah. me and keith yeah. all upset about this a long time ago about physical media collecting i think it was the first time me and keith ever talked yeah um and we talked i think about all this kind of stuff but how we do this and how we organize and right this is why when people come to my house i'm like yeah all the blu-rays are like oh like they're like <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're like oh lots of movies and i'm like you got a lot of movies i'll never forget what time somebody's like a friend's girlfriend came by and we just met her and she like looked over and was like why do you have so many dvds and i was like listen <sighs> 
they're blue. <laughs> <First of all. laughs> well, I was actually... deeply offended. It was like they're Blu-rays. Second of all, it's like, have you heard of film preservation? And then I go off. It's no, I just kind of, I let it, I let it stew. I let you it pulled simmer. up a video of Martin Scorsese's world, you know, <laughs> preservation project. Or I just, I just kind of said something like, I like to collect, but I inside I was stewing. But <laughs> just nobody else cares. This is like such a small right. group of, you know. But um, oh yes, anyway. it, yeah, it is. It is interesting to see how little so many other people care right like <laughs> even you know I, I see it when my wife's like scrolling through tiktok or whatnot yeah. and i'm just like it blows my mind in not a good way <laughs> right like right. The, the worst possible way i'm like ah, it's so scary <laughs> like oh yeah it's fine hey, we, li- you know, we live in a bubble it's fine yeah. it's a fun it's a movie bubble it's fine i like <laughs> so, movie bubble yeah movie bubble that's what you call the episode movie movie bubble, bubble. Movie there bubble. we go welcome um, to welcome to the movie bubble oh that's good i might call it <laughs> So, um, all right, James, you want to talk about anything you've seen lately? You still want to do that? <laughs> uh, sure, I'll go really quick though. I mean, okay. I, I actually rewatched a few um, Spielberg movies about oh. no, <laughs> no <laughs> movies about a certain director we're going to talk about later. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to try to watch a couple that I hadn't seen, the only two that I hadn't seen, but I didn't because <laughs> speaking of, I didn't want to buy the only versions that i could find because oh, uh, i didn't you know i wasn't sure if i was going to want to own them right so i was yeah. like well oh, i don't want to spend 20 dollars on each of these movies and so i made the decision not to but i also good for you james right yeah. i also get really <laughs> weird though about i don't want to rent them i don't even like the see we're going literally right back to what we were just talking about <laughs> god so, and then i'll see in. like oh it's well, ten dollars to buy the digital but then i only have to pay ten dollars more to own a physical yeah like, you know and then i get into that gets me all night. the time like and the then pay I, to yeah. rent versus pay to own digitally versus pay to own physically i'm like what do i do it's, it's yes crazy <laughs> and i look i'm having oh. a panic attack right now just thinking about it like so <laughs> let's, let's move on anyway i've been watching okay. some of that guys that we're not talking about yet movies <laughs> uh, i've rewatched a couple spider-man one and two uh, they all came on disney plus or not all but a handful of them oh god anthony you're guy but movies he's he's gonna leave what? the podcast now if you're gonna talk about it i can go get a, a another seltzer oh no no i'm not okay uh, you don't like <laughs> sam raimi's spider-man he doesn't like comic book movies i think across Spider-Man? the board Bat- Spider-Man? Batman, Bat- batman is it only batman? Batman? oh wow okay interesting Oh, all right. Well, we'll move on. They're good. Oh, you can't. You, hey, hey, you talk about Spider Man if you want, James. Well, there's nothing to talk about. Spider. I mean, Everyone it's knows. just a great Spider-Man, movie. Great. That yeah. you Spider-Man should definitely 2, watch, Anthony. One of the best comic book <laughs> movies of all time, if not the best comic book movie of all time. It's definitely up there in the running. Okay, here's here's the one thing. I've I've uh, my friend Rob is like, oh, I think you should give these new Marvel movies a chance, and I'm like, dude, I'm just not in to like superhero movies just if it's not mm-hmm. batman i don't want to want like and some people just don't get don't it get it yeah and yeah. it's like i don't have to fucking watch these movies mm-hmm. and like that's when yeah. i start getting pissed it's like you know what fuck those movies suck you suck i hope you die <laughs> yeah. yeah someone well, not like letting you people. not watch it is making and, and, you actually act like, the way that they hate people you acting. Know, <laughs> The, the you know i've seen yeah. doctor strange i've seen age of ultron and they're they're fine i thought doctor strange was was fun it's a fun movie but i was not into it therefore i don't want to watch any of them so like just let me not do that but some people are like <laughs> but but you don't get it i'm like you don't get it <laughs> no i don't want to watch these movies it. 
You don't. No, no you I, guys, you guys get it. But I get it. Yeah, it's fine. Rob it's like how people on, people Rob. push me to watch TV shows all the time, and I'm like, I'm just not going to do it. Like, there's just I have no, no time. For like, God, I'm no not watching eight TV. seasons of Dexter. I don't care Ugh. how good it was. Like, no, I don't, no. like really uh, good show. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I don't have time to live my life as it is. I can't watch all the shows that come out too. Oh I mean, God. I can't. And I, there's so many shows I wish I would have watched. Comes up all the time. I'm like, oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Well, you know, I might I get not so mad when things announce a TV show. There's a new Schwarzenegger thing coming in Netflix. I thought was a movie and it's a show. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. God oh, no. damn it. Like, I have to watch this. Like, yeah. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I feel like I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to be upset that it's a TV show. <laughs> so, right. Oh, but it's. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough out there for us. And these are real. These are real. Who have no time in their life. This is what's really consuming the media the that they want to consume. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is... Okay. The only new movie I'll talk about, I watched Scream 6 um because it just dropped on paramount or whatever i guess finally and i didn't catch it in the theater so i watched it last night actually and uh that's the only like new well like yeah that's the only new movie i watched did you like Uh, it and well i don't want to get into any hot water here i don't want to uh, (laughs) no no hey you know what you want me to just read your review oh no never mind okay you can no Uh, it's just a quote from the movie okay yeah i was like oh is he shit on the movie in his review no no i'm not yeah no that's that's that was a line i liked okay (laughs) i'll just put so you're gonna shit on the movie on the podcast go ahead james Uh i'm not gonna shit on the movie (laughs) i thought it was fine i thought it was was fine i just uh i i knew i was worried about it going into it and it was uh, an issue for me was how it's all that the talk and i know that's part of scream like but all the you know they're talking about letterbox in the movie and like they're all the real life trying to bring it into the movie and it's just like it was just it felt it felt like they're trying too hard and you know i i don't like whenever i start to feel that way and and that's just on me like it might be fine for other people right obviously but did you like five the last one i i liked it fine too i i didn't i didn't love it either so maybe i'm just not into these new ones as much as i and i want to you know i i love scream but uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, that stuff was really tough. I, I mean, I thought some of the, I like the idea of it, right? Like the city, you know, and the guns even. Like, you know, some of oh, the yeah. kills were cooler. <laughs> and like Kevin, you know, goes facing. I don't know how much I want to. No, yeah. It's still pretty new, right? Like it just came out on streaming. So I don't yeah, yeah. I know that. a lot of people still are just catching now because it's on streaming. Arnold Schwarzenegger is ghost faced. Oh, there I said it. <laughs> yeah. <I'm Schwarzenegger. laughs> no, God, that, that's what the new show is about. Sign me up for that movie. Uh, yeah, that, like, I don't know. It was mostly just all the realistic dialogue that they were trying to be like. I felt like they were trying too hard to be like, to I, bring it into like, oh, the horror movie. culture. Or like he said, he wrote a paper on Giallo. And like, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. this is just getting. Right. You know, yeah. The only cool thing is true crime stories. And see, it's like once I start to it starts to fixate in my mind and it just becomes an issue. And I, it's not even that big of a deal, but it is right. Like, cause I I'm see, just like, oh, I can't start focusing yeah. on it. I see your point, but I, it doesn't bother me because I kind of expect that from screen movies. Oh, like, right. I, I, that's, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know it's, I but, and then also earlier, it's like, I, like, I don't get it. I think I again, movie bubble. I think we think of Jallo as like this very known thing. I don't, if I think I asked Rachel on the street, what Jallo was, they'd be like, what the what is sure. that you know yeah, like i yeah. we think of this as like all oh, these fucking obvious references that is not yeah, yeah. like i don't think no right yeah, it's not to the, anybody to the got that in my theater felt like nobody nobody reacted i was like oh i was like the guy i was like the leo pointing what's my hollywood it was like i get that reference like oh <laughs> i thought the set i'm trying to whistle but i'm smiling 
Yeah. <laughs> the oh, set pieces I were too. really good, I thought. I thought the kills and the set pieces were like pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, I like the kills. I I, I there did are like the some I you know what bothered me about six was there's some people there's some they're really pushing it with who survives what because there's some stuff where I'm like, that person should be dead as a yes. doornail, and they're like, eh, just a mild flesh wound, take him to the hospital in the ambulance. It's like, what? Like you know, I won't. I was saying who it was, but there are people who get stabbed many, many times, and it's like and a, I've yeah, heard Monty, Monty Python moment. Yeah, like, you, you only get a stabbed a lot apparently in live, well, but you that that's <laughs> kind of tied also to a little bit of what my other issue was was that I feel like it contradicts itself in what it wants, how serious it wants you to take it, and then how silly it wants you to take it. Right, like so, it's like right. at one point they're like talking about like don't give a shit about movies, fuck movies, who cares about movies? But then the whole movie is about movies and loving movies. like and like what that's these so people weird are not me. in the movie bubble <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very strange like they're contradicting themselves in the movie so i'm just like yeah. weirded out yeah. but then also like they just do so many of the silly like tropey things they talk about not doing in the movie like uh, i don't know i was it was just throwing me off for some reason i don't i can't explain it like i, I mean i don't want to say it's i would have to say specific moments and i don't want to do that because I don't think everyone's seen it. Yeah, it's it's still pretty fresh. I would say. Like, but, but yeah, I had a I friend. Mean, I had a friend this weekend who was like, "Oh, I missed Scream Six. Once they get me on streaming." And I told my dad, Max, him, "Hey, it's on Paramount Plus today." So, uh, yeah, yeah a lot of people it. check. I want to watch it again. I, I just, uh, yeah. yeah, I really liked. It. I, I this is gonna be this might be a hot take, but I think it might be my second favorite Scream movie. Oh, 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 there you, there you go. Actually, wait, hold on. Sorry, it's third because I still like Scream Four more. <laughs> so it's to me, I like Scream Scream One. So you know. Then yes. four. I love yes. four. And then Keep this going. One. Uh, six. Keep going. Yes. And then two. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and then five or whatever. You know, they didn't call yeah, it two sure. five. And then three. But I like the whole, like, we, you know, we talked about three, I think, when was that, a year ago, two years ago? Uh, I like three. I'll defend three enough. It's not great, but it's. I, I like three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only one I don't really like is two. I don't know what you that wanna, reaction is, James. You want to hear my ranking? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my, I think my, you shared this, and I, I couldn't believe it. But go ahead, maybe I'm wrong. Well, mine's mine. Scream, Scream's okay. unbeatable. Anyone who doesn't have Scream one at the top is lying to themselves and lying that, to the world, and they yeah. should stop. <laughs> um, Scream three is my second favorite. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Scream three is my second favorite. I I, I, I love I like it. Scream three. What I, specific is it? What? Do you like the Hollywood setting? Do you like? I, I like it all. I like, all, like it all. See, okay. and, that, and see, that's listen. I, this is the craziest thing about us as humans, right? Like, I, I'm telling you, I love Scream Three, and that I don't really care that much for Scream Six, but it's okay. Other people would be like, "What?" You know, like you scream a little, like, like and everything it, you said you hated about Scream Six is in Scream Three. Yeah. Right. Million. You know, Do you want like, it like funnier? Because I, I think I think a Scream Three is like one of the funny, probably maybe the funniest one. Like it's yes. almost like so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I I I can't explain to you why I like it so much, but <laughs> it is part of that. It is because I think it does just go. It does go so far, but it also knows it's going far, and it's kind of right. embracing that goofy yep. side yeah. of it more, yep. and it is like. Just fully into that. Oh, this is what we're doing, and we're going for it. Into it, yeah. yeah. And so, right. I, and it gels with me, and it doesn't with a lot of people. I get it, but then I'd say Scream Four, uh, Scream Five, Scream Six, Scream Two. Two has gone down a lot for me. Wow, man. Yeah, I I do not like There's something two weird at all. about it. <laughs> the funny thing I used was to I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like, I love parts of it still, but the parts that I don't like, I don't like so much that it keeps pushing it down. It's weird. Like I notice those parts more and more. Interesting. You know, like okay. certain, certain scenes like happen. And I'm just like, Man, I, I, f- I feel like two has aged the worst. Mm. And, and this is coming from someone who has only, who, who had only seen the first scream up until, you know, six weeks ago or whatever. And oh. uh, I, I like, I really felt the age of Scream 2, but Scream 3 still felt when I watched Scream 3, I was like, oh, this is fresh. Like, this is new. I like what we're doing here. <laughs> this is the hottest take of my this podcast. Thing. Well, it's okay. Scream 3 love. I, well, okay. I, you know what's funny? I thought I was saying a hot take by putting Scream 2 at like the fourth in the ranking, and I still like Scream 2, but I think I've always had problems with it from the beginning. So you guys even putting it lower is like shocking to me. I, I, I just want to say I might, I might, uh, those last three right there, because I could, I could put Scream 2 maybe because this is how much I just didn't get into five or six i could maybe put it right above them but they're all those last three are kind of like in the same like tier basically yes yes like okay but but it is just off top i'm gonna say (laughs) okay although i I love the opening of scream 2 like oh yeah i love the theater scene great opening yeah and i I really anyway (laughs) i don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a credit to Scream 2 or a knock against Scream 2 that I can never remember. I always forget who the killers are <laughs> until like the last minute. I'm like, oh, right. they Those people were the killers. Like, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it's weird. Okay. Yeah, who are the I, killers in Scream 2? Oh, I guess we could spoil Spoiler Scream 2. alert for Scream very 2. Old. 1999, uh, right? Or 98. Timothy Oliphant. And I know it's. Oh, yeah. 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 In scene, or I think I, I always forget it's both of them, and I forget one. It's like I just I'm like, oh yeah, it's these people, right? I always forget Billy's mom. I see. I love the end of Scream Two when they're yes. when they're on the stage and mm-hmm. like and Lori Metcalf is a fucking goddess to me. Like she is queen <laughs> shit. I love her in everything, <laughs> and you know she's perfect for that psychotic mother role. Uh, but I don't know. I it's so I don't know. I think it's so funny. And Timothy Oliphant, I really love so. Like the reveal of Scream Two, I was like, "Yes!" But the rest—that's what I'm saying. Like, it's no! great. Like Scream Two starts and ends strong for me, but it's the in between. Yeah, I just don't care. Yeah. Wow, I'm out of geez. it. Me and James, we're kind of cuddling up here. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> like and Matt, Matt, you and I cuddled at the beginning of our rankings, and then and then I I just turn around in the bed and I spoon James. It's not well, weird. Okay. Just move on. It's not. Oh, it's not, it's not it's weird. Not at all. weird. I don't um, think it's weird. Oh, you didn't read my review. Oh, oh yeah. For uh for Scream Six. Scream Six. Because I haven't seen it. Says, so I don't know. No. No, that's uh it says I have to back up. Through the nose. How messed up is that? <laughs> I don't remember that. What when does that come? Uh it's the well, I'll say the it, I don't know. What is he? Like the police chief? The main police guy. Oh, okay. Um, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. someone has died. You know, and yeah. he, he's yes. talking about how they died. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's I, good in the movie. I, I like him. Oh, so good. Yeah. See, that's the thing about the Scream franchise. I feel like they they populate their movies with really likable actors. Yeah. Who you can get on board with, you know, as as characters then. So, you know, that's that's a big thing. And I, I love the franchise so, so much. Uh, but, but, you know, yeah, me too. De- definitely. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I, I, two and three, I, I, I kind of get mixed up because I'm, you know, I love all the actors involved. And I'm like, now who was in which one? And, you know, so I, I think that's the really cool thing about here's the weird thing about Scream five and six is that I did not 
when Bobby and I watched Scream 5, we were like, who the hell is Melissa Barrera? Like, we were not digging on her performance. Mm-hmm. But then we went and saw Six. Like, oh, yeah. Two or three nights later, and we're like, the fuck? She was awesome. <laughs> well, I need yeah. to go back. And so I, I'm hoping we, you know, we were just watching something wrong, yeah. you know, in Scream 5. And that she, you know, didn't get better for Scream Six. Uh, I, I don't know, but like we were, just weren't into it. Yeah, yeah, not not into her, especially. I I think a lot of people have said that, or I've heard people say like she's so much better in Six than in Five. So it's not just you guys. Yeah, okay. Um, Yeah, weird, man. Like like leaps and bounds because I loved her and her character in Six. Yeah. I, oh, that's I, another thing I want to say that I, I did like everyone in Scream Six too. Like, I think everyone's great. Like, yeah. all performance is good across the yep. board. Like, it's definitely not that. It's nothing like that. That's it's just the it's the movie. It's like the things that it's doing in and of itself, right? And I yeah. I love that that Roger Jackson, the dude that just does the voice. Oh yeah yeah. Like you know he's like you don't have to do anything. <laughs> like he's just living on that Scream money, and he like. You know, probably sitting in his underwear at home recording these, right? You know, in his home <laughs> recording booth, God, or like you know, I'm like sitting as like a podcaster, just mm-hmm. doing these voiceovers. <laughs> and God, what a life! Good for him. Yeah. It's a good gig if you can get it. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, the... <laughs> Scream Three, Parker Posey, man. Oh, okay. Like, She's I mean, the best part. Of, best part of Scream Three. I automatically think. bumps it up to almost take over number one. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> can I All segue down. with Parker Posey and say I'm going to talk about? Or do you have anything yes, else to talk about? Do it. Oh, yeah. Segue. Okay, Sega I, saw, I saw Bo is Afraid, the new Ari Aster movie. <laughs> uh, Parker Posey's in it for a little bit. She's great mm. in the little bit she's in. Bo is Afraid is um, uh, <laughs> kind special? of, it's special. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> nuts, as you might imagine, as everyone kind of prefaced for on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and I've seen some stuff. Yeah, I went with a buddy of mine, uh, Rob, and we... I think we both have we, I know, we saw Midsummer. He's like the only guy I know in real life who will go to see weird movies with me. Like he likes them too. So we've gone to see like The Lighthouse together and Midsummer. And now we're seeing Bo's Afraid because it was like, I got to ask Rob. He's the only guy I go with me. And uh, I, okay, let me jump ahead. So when we left the movie, he said, I loved it. And I said, I'm not there with you yet, Rob. Like I'm like, I liked it, but it's so much movie. It is three hours long it feels like it's three hours long uh certain the pacing is real wonky like you feel it real at certain points like you know um god there i thought we'd begin i think it starts off great the first 20 30 minutes ish is like um pretty amazing filmmaking like it's pretty great you don't even know what's going on you're dropped in this weird kind of world walking phoenix the weird things he's dealing with and then it takes it takes a lot of sharp turns, but it takes the first sharp turn and goes into this section with Nathan Lane and Amy Ryan, I think is her name. She was on The Office as like Steve Carell. Yeah. Okay. They're like a couple. I'll just say they take Walking Phoenix in for reasons and he's at their house. Nathan Lane is fucking hilarious in this movie. He is like, he's, we were looping, we were dying. This stuff, there's so much funny stuff in this movie. Like, I, I'd heard it was kind of a comedy, but it was funnier than I expected for more than i expected i was like oh this is really funny the nathan lane ryan section goes on like way longer than it should it's the section of the movie that should be like like 15 20 minutes he spends there he spends like double that amount of time i'm like jesus christ ari move on we've got it like and that kept happening where i was like you gotta move on like 
Um, there's a whole next section where it takes another left turn, and Walking Phoenix is like out the woods. And there's this, I mean, kind of a cool, kind of partially animated sequence. It's neat, but then like that stuff goes on too long, I think. And there's the ending's very extended. Uh, <laughs> the last hour is like, oh boy, okay. I feel like it kind of ends kind of weak. I think people disagree with me on that. Um, to kind of walk out like, oh, it's it's over. Okay, it it just kind of stops. You're like, oh, it's it's over. I could I, I don't even know like I liked it, but it's it's all over the map. Like it is it is crazy. Like I mean it's definitely the most unique thing I've seen this year for a 2023 movie. And I'm always happy to see these like big director swings, especially when they go to like my local AMC and I'm like, oh I'm watching this craziness in a in like a you know, my local theater next door to Super Mario Brothers, you know, like some weird shit like this. And uh I mean, but like, goddamn! I can't believe A twenty four gave him. I think I heard like thirty five to fifty million dollars. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, it looks like he spent it, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> like, I think, you yeah. know, the money's on the screen, as they say. Um, also, I heard well, it was like a four to five hour long cut. Thank God that doesn't exist. Yeah. Does not need to be that long. Uh, I think Ari Aster needs some therapy with his mom if she's still alive. But there's a lot of mom <laughs> issues in this. Like, I'm like, Jesus, what happened to you and your mom? Like, um. It's wild. I don't know. I mean, it's it's absolutely worth seeing. I, I it's uh it seems like a real love it or hate it thing. Uh, I was surprised it was kind of more in the middle than I expected. Like, but there were things I loved, and there was things where I'm like, oh my god, come on, Ari, Jesus Christ, move it on. Um, it's I kind of frustrating in a weird way. I don't know, but I did like it. Uh, you know, it's absolutely Listen, worth Matt, seeing. Yeah, you don't have to like it. It sounds like you're trying to force yourself to no, like no, it. No, no, I did. <laughs> the review did. you gave sounded not great, but you keep I saying, I liked it. I, it's, well, I you know liked why? It. it's so, well, it was pretty... I'm still, I'm still turning it over in my head. It's like, <laughs> but you're like, it's, I don't know. It went on too long. This is like, it's a, it's a dense, it is a dense three hours. Like, it's almost like after you've had a giant meal, like Thanksgiving, you're like, God damn, it was good. But I just wish there wasn't so much of it. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, I almost kind of regret all that. It's like, I don't, it's a weird, yeah. that's why I'm so torn. Cause I'm like, it's such a mixed bag of stuff. Like, it's just, you know, it's one minute for the first, like 45 minutes from the opening to the stuff with Nathan Lamey and Ryan. I'm like, this is great. This is going to be like one of your things of the year. Like, this is amazing. And then it just starts to kind of, peter off a little bit and then it just keeps going and going and going and there's like there's moments where it really pops up again you're like oh okay cool this is great and then it kind of it just kind of it's weird i don't know (laughs) but uh you know i'm not convincing myself i'm just very conflicting (laughs) because it's like it's just so much it's so much movie but uh, you know what give directors who make weird stuff more money i mean i'm still for that if i don't love it (laughs) so i'm for that too but I, I, isn't this wasn't this based on a short film of his like that's what i, I think I, I so think that's so. like the problem that you're like you're literally saying it it sounds like that's how it needed to stay right like oh yeah I think I, I was talking to someone about this seven recently. minutes long that sounds okay. more of my jam right like i, I, I gotta watch i, that, I get yeah. that you can extend short films into feature length films but how are you extending a seven minute short film into a three hour long Four See, to five hour director's cut. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're mean, like, to me, there yeah. had to have been a reason that he felt he could make a short film out of it. So, why did he need to make a, 
or you know, you're right. you're you're making it sound like it didn't work as an extended feature. I know, I know. I I thought about this more when we started recording. I was like, I got to talk about Bo is afraid. I'm gonna sound really negative on it, even though if you look at my letterbox, I gave it three and a half stars with a heart. That's important. Uh and uh the hearts the hearts mean a lot. Um yes, but they do. uh yeah, I just I, I don't know. I'm sounding it more works. negative than I was <laughs> than I mean to be. Do okay, but, here's a here's a question. Do you feel um more positive about a movie when you see it in a theater just because of the theatrical experience than had you just watched it at home so for instance i went and saw you know however 10 years ago whenever blair witch came out the the adam wingard and simon barrett one and i came out i was like 10 out of 10 that was like the greatest movie i've ever seen <laughs> and then i rewatched it like later that year and i was like the fuck is this this was not the movie like this is dumb as shit uh and so i i have had experiences where it's like it's the it's it's being in the theater and i understand movies are supposed to be viewed that i don't give a shit <laughs> we're living in 2023 look at the shit behind me like you know we just got over this huge conversation about collecting watching movies at home i hardly go to the theater uh, for you know usually time reasons like it's hard to find time for me a parent to go to the theater and but when i do it's always like the movie is usually great because i was at the theater and then when i rewatch it i'm like eh, not that great <laughs> so it's definitely happened it's definitely your crowd reactions have you know like comedies a lot where the crowd's been like losing their mind like and you hmm. get swept up in that like i saw <laughs> so random central intelligence with the rock and kevin hart in a full theater and that movie played like the best comedy you've ever seen in your life and i was convinced like hey central intelligence is a pretty good movie that was a good comedy and then i watch it home and i was like this isn't that good what, what the what was i doing like but right. I, I was so happy i saw Bo was afraid in the theater because it's the kind of movie where i need to be like forced to focus and like not Trapped. being my trap i need to be trapped because i would have been wandering around my house i would have been like pausing every you know 10 minutes getting up and just kind of like i have very bad attention issues i feel like i would just be like oh so i was squirming in my seat a little bit but i was you know not gonna open my phone up i'm not gonna get up and leave like so i was those kind of movies i like to be forced to sit down uh because otherwise i would just be up and down and all kinds of distractions so but there's been movies yeah i can't top my head think of anything where it's like I've watched in the theater, but this is brilliant. I go home and go, oh no, this was, you know, like, right. Uh, it, yeah, it can happen for sure. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, the, you t- mentioned Blair Witch, uh, Anthony. I too loved it in the theater. Now, to go opposite of you, I still love it on home mm-hmm. viewings, but I can see exactly what you mean. And I think that while, yes, obviously, I, I agree with you. Like you should be able to experience a movie at home the same way you do in a theater. But I think horror is one that we don't talk about enough, maybe as being the one that to me in terms of like atmospheric wise can work so much better in a dark, huge theater sure. sound and everything wise over just like a comedy or a drama or whatnot. Cause all those things play so big into the experience of a horror mill yeah. film, right? Yeah. Like yeah. more than any other genre for the most part. Yeah. Unless true. it's some experimental you know, or whatever, you know, like Nicholas Winding Refn or something, right? Where, you know, you're not experimental. Sorry, someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, some experimental. You know what I mean? Anyway, 
yeah, I know but, what you mean. Yeah, so but, like Blair yeah. Witch has a lot of sound and like huge, loud, like that for all the stuff, you know, when they're in the woods, like yeah, it'll yeah. blow your speakers out even at home, right? Still, because it's just so amped up, and people I think don't like some of that, but like or seeing like the witch in the theater, like you know, movies like that. I, it, it it can definitely it, there is something to be said for it sure. for sure and it's, it is tough to like kind of well you know because you watch if the first time you saw the witch was at home and a, you had all your windows open sun coming in and you know like i mean and it's a great I, daytime it, it, movie exactly yeah. right and obviously yes people who are into those things are going to watch them in the right environments or whatever but i think that 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 can definitely play a part in i do much. wonder how many horror movies i've ruined because i've watched them in broad daylight <laughs> with the lights on like uh but you know what it's fine i you know, i'm gonna jump on this blair witch uh love train because i love that blair witch movie in theaters and i saw it in like a giant theater that was basically empty like it was cavernous and it felt scarier because for some reason i think it was like a new theater or something so i didn't understand the seating arrangement so i like kind of set Closer than I expected to be. Did and you I sit on someone's like, lap, Matt? I did not. I did not. It was, was pretty so, creepy, right? I was. Me, who are you, sir? There was no one's lap to sit in. I was like by myself. It was like me and a friend, oh, and like yeah, we like uh, no one's lap to sit in. No one's lap to sit man, in. This is so sad. I'm sorry. It's very Matt. sad. Um, I was up really close to it. It was very loud. It was dark and like cavernous. Like it was scarier because there was nobody there. If there were people, there been less scary. But it was like. I was basically alone in this very dark, loud theater, and the ending freaked me out. Like when they got to the house, I was scared out of my fucking mind. I've actually never watched it because it scared me so bad. Honestly, like I don't think oh, I've I ever that watched last, man, that last it. Segment right there to me is six Terrifying. out of five. You know, like I love that last chunk when they get to the you guys house. They're selling it to me. I feel like Dude, I need to rewatch. I, it. Oh, I and I still love it, Anthony. I, maybe you should, but do it in the right. I I too don't like yeah I don't I get weird about that I try not to watch horror movies during the day unless there's something I've on seen my phone times. two o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> laying in the grass <laughs> yeah this is so scary <laughs> butterflies flying on your your it's like oh I'm not scared at all why isn't this working for me um <laughs> but yeah no yeah Anthony we we are selling but that last segment Matt mm-hmm. you know, in it's, that house it's it's good. So like, when people shit on the Blair Witch movie, I'm like, okay, not the, the last movie. Jeez, no, not, <laughs> no, not not you, Anthony. But people, people have never liked it. it. At least you liked one, it in yeah. the theater. Oh yeah, people who just never liked. It. I'm like that last bit of that movie is. So I've seen a lot of horror movies. To me, that is extremely scary stuff. So uh, I don't know. I I'll defend it with you. Um, I don't want to watch it again because I will defend it because <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. Um, but uh, <laughs> um. Speaking of being scared, I'm doing a lot of segues this episode. Yes, perfect. Good. You're uh, a master podcaster. I've been working on it for years. I've watched a lot of late night talk shows. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Evil Dead Rise uh, was great, I thought. I loved it. Nice. Uh, I, uh, well, yeah, maybe love. I, <laughs> I really, really liked it. Um, it was the theatrical experience. It was the theatrical experience. It was, god damn, that's a loud movie. That is a loud movie. Really? <laughs> like, um, even how they drop the uh, the title card reveal. It's like, it's like... Oh, that's what Patrick and Rob were talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It right comes up and it, the music is blary and it's loud. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you felt about the 2013 Evil Dead. Are you see? Yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I um 
I really I like all again, like Scream, a series I think is very solid from top to bottom. And I actually think the movies he made a face. We'll talk about No, that. we're gonna wait for James to get back to talking. Oh, about okay, that. okay. So but Evil Dead Rise, um yeah, I really liked it. I I mean I don't know what else to say. Like I really liked it. Um it's very intense. I thought my sister had a pretty good observation when it was over. She was like, she was like, Man, not enough horror movies like just put the scary stuff right in your face. Like the Evil Dead Rise is like, you know, something to like show you like half a scary face and it disappears. Like Evil Dead, they just put the shit in like right there. <laughs> and they're like, sure. it's so in your face. It's so aggressive and visceral and violent and like bloody. And um, which I appreciate because I don't get enough of that. It's like, oh, I saw a ghost behind a window. Like, no, no, Evil Dead's like, you're going to see some shit and you're going to look yeah. at it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they don't shy away. I mean, I, I think everyone knows it's, um, family three kids and their mom and the mom's sister their aunt comes to visit them one night and they're in la and earthquake happens and then um the kid one of the kids finds the necronomicon and all this stuff and conjures up <laughs> you know demons and uh starts the whole shit up and the mom gets possessed um she's great uh Alyssa sutherland i believe is her name i hope i got that right yeah um and they just show her, you just see her, and she's never not terrifying. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they don't shy away from showing you her, and she's very scary. Uh, it's very bloody, very violent. Um, I really liked it. It's way, it's definitely in line with that 2013 remake. In you get a little, a little bit of jokiness in this one, like, but okay. it's not, it's not Evil Dead 2, it's not Army of Darkness. Like, there's a couple little gags, but sure. um, it's not. <laughs> if i call it fun but i mean i i had a good time especially with the ending i was like holy shit this is a good ending like um yeah. i yeah i really the evil dead series for me is like i think my bottom is army of darkness that hurts me to say that's like a four star out of five movie for me i i love that <laughs> this is not uh, a video podcast but for god's sakes i know I, <laughs> I, 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 i'm sorry i love that movie i love i they're all great you know maybe evil dead remake is below army of darkness i don't know it's tough I, it's <laughs> okay, Anthony. What is your art? All right, your okay. So I, dead I, I think I undersold my my actual love for Evil Dead uh, twenty thirteen whenever it came out. Uh, I really liked that movie. Uh, Bobby had I bought it for me for I think it was a Valentine's Day present. We watched it that night, and we were both like, "This fucking rules!" So <laughs> yes, I actually really like uh, that Evil Dead. So I'm uh, I'm I'm one to put. Uh, the first Evil Dead above Evil Dead Two, because oh, I like okay. the more serious. You want to be more serious and scary, yeah. okay? okay. Uh, but Evil Dead Two is, you know, f so full of like some of the best effects, practical effects you'd ever see. So that's why it's number two. And then Evil Dead twenty thirteen, and I hate. Oh no! It hate it! Oh no! Hate it! Is so stupid. I hate that movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying it's a stupid movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I'm stunned. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna be hurt by that. Statement. I know. I know. People love. I so I remember watching like uh, my my friend Brent uh, in high school. He came over like he showed me Ed Wood for the first time, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then he's like, you gotta come over. And you know, we we were always, you know, quoting movies back and forth to each other. And he he would always do uh, you know, shop smart, shop S smart, and like all this shit from Ash. And I I I hadn't seen any Evil Dead. 
So I was like, you got to come over and watch this movie. It's so awesome. And so Army of Darkness was the first one I watched. And I was like, dude, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like the sort of uh, fantasy medieval stuff. I like Lord of the Rings. Not my thing. <laughs> Put that. And you mix that with. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mix that with like. Goofy. Super, just really goofy stuff. And I'm like this. No, no. Absolutely not. We're not <laughs> friends anymore. And oh, we're, not. we're not. Brent Brent and I are no longer friends. Not wow. because it's because, you know, you grow up and no, I <laughs> something. And I, I was like, okay, obviously uh, I was wrong on army of darkness when I was younger. And so I rewatched it a couple years ago and I was like, this is just no gosh, boy, do I not like this? Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> James, do you, can you make up an evil dead ranking off the top of your head? <laughs> um, I haven't seen the uh, the 2013. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, okay. uh, first off, but I also haven't seen the 2013 one in a while. But I mm -hmm. also liked it a lot uh, when I saw it back originally, and I've seen it maybe one or two times at most since then. Mm -hmm. um, but I actually Army of Darkness was my introduction as well. Anthony also same situation from a friend who loved it, showed it to me, but opposite of you <laughs> see this is, this is so cool you know we sometimes we're like snuggling and spooning other times we're you know punching each other's face I, I loved it you know i was like oh yeah this is cool thank you for introducing to me so now it's like probably my favorite but maybe not the bet you know one of those things it's the one i watch the most mm. and the one i uh like think of when you say evil dead i think of army of darkness over evil dead or oh, evil dead wow. 2 or anything yeah that's like that's how it works in my my, my mind so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not ranking it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what I even asked. I don't, yeah, you asked about a ranking, but I wouldn't feel comfortable. Ranking. I mean, I'd probably say Army of Darkness one, Evil Dead, Evil Dead two, Evil Dead twenty thirteen. But I like them all. Like that, you know. It's no, it's that's your ranking. Things. You have to stick by that. It doesn't change. Yeah, yeah Evil Dead. I mean, you said I, it out I, loud. Yes, I think you were away. I made the point like. The Evil Dead series to me is like Scream, where I'm like, I don't think there's like a really bad entry. I think they're yeah. all really solid uh, to great. Yeah, I, I definitely don't hate any of them. I don't think any of them are bad. Like I, I like them all. All right. Uh, I can do mine. Let me think. Okay. Evil Dead 2, be my number one, very closely followed by Evil Dead. Then I think I'd go Evil Dead Rise. Uh, wow. And then I think I'd go Army of Darkness and then the 2013 remake. But again, oh, that's... It's tough. It's tough because I I like all of them and I love Evil Dead one and two. Um, Anthony's leaving the podcast. Yeah, he's just <laughs> we. I just realized too. It's already nine thirty my time. I, I know. We're, done, I know. We're done we're, by ten. Oh, right. We're not going to do the second thing. We're or the the third thing we're going to do. I mean, we can do as much as Matt is. Well, that's true. To do. I mean, you know, it's only eight thirty for James and I. Right. Central time, people. I get punished being on the East Coast. I feel like I'm always the latest one. <laughs> like, you do. Everybody yeah. else is in Central time or Pacific time, or even I think Mike's in Mountain time. Like I'm like the only guy. Me and Rob and well, my, kid, my uh, kids back here playing, making noise for you, Matt. So you got all night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I think up. we should do the ranking. Okay. Normally, I would let the guests go first, but I kind of want to set the pace here. If you guys still yes, want to, I want to like, kind of want to run over. this thing through. Yeah. So, are, are we going like individually, Matt? You're going to do all of like all 21. I think otherwise it gets way too gotcha. crazy if we start okay. going. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it takes a lot just... longer. Yeah. Good 21. idea. Is do I have the right? Does everyone have 23 oh. movies on this list? 
I, I yeah, I was just pulling that out of my mm. ass. I'm looking right now. I don't think I don't think I missed any, but I know I've got 21. I didn't. I've, I didn't oh, include you got count his the Masters of Masters Horror. of Horror. I did not include those. Oh, okay, I did include those. Uh, but I've got 19. Um, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> You're I, I'll, okay, I'll tell you. Well, if I because okay, you, you didn't watch the TV movies, right? Right. Neither of those are on. Oh, there, okay, also, okay, okay. Also, That's I didn't 19. do. I didn't do body bags. Oh man, I, I didn't put that on there. But I, I, mean, I did do body bags be, because he did two out of the three. Right, yeah, two yeah, yeah. I'll. I'll t- um, Okay. Now we've talked about who this is, huh? So I'm oh, the yeah, one that's in a full, a full, a true Carpenter ranking. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, John. <laughs> like, seen... Yeah, we haven't even introduced this. John Carpenter. Yeah. It's John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say. <laughs> Thanks, horror. I'm a great podcast host. I forget what we're doing at the time. Don't you uh, think every everybody, you know, we fooled them with that Alexander Payne bit. <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> Number one. Oh, man. No, it's John Carpenter. Uh, also, I talked to our friend Daniel Epler. I got permit. I have to go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, we had to get permissed, right? I didn't. I mean, I don't want to, you know, sure. steal someone else's Step thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, he told. He said, "Go for it." I think he's might announce it before this episode even drops, like on Twitter. But um, our friend Daniel Upper is going to do a series, uh, kind of like unstoppable because it's going to go once a month over the do all of Carpenter's filmography, start to finish, years, buddy. It's gonna be yeah, two. Wow, it is a two-year commitment. Um, unless he starts like maybe doing two a month or I don't know, yeah. but um. He's gonna do yeah every movie start to finish in order all. You, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna be done. Or he if he does it once a month, he and I, like by the time he gets done with his carpenters, I'm gonna be done with cult movies. Oh, like we will have gone through all the movies. So <laughs> that's gonna be. Anyways, I'm sorry for interrupting. Okay, I, no, I just kind of blew my own mind there for a second. That blows my <laughs> mind because I feel like you still have a lot left. But I guess the you're almost done with the first book. You're very close yeah. to know the first book. And then yeah. you got, there's only 50 movies for books two and three, right? Uh, well, uh, uh, we got a hundred more after this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. So, so yeah, t- I think Daniel wants your story, but he was, he's doing it. Carpenter, take a Carpenter movie, pair it with a classic movie, which is a great idea. There's a lot of classic movie influence in a lot of Carpenter movies. Um, I think we're all going to be on at some point, multiple yeah. times possibly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I think that inspired anthony to finish up watching the carpenter movies and then he said hey i just finished watching all the carpenter movies can we rank them i said sure and here we are uh so i will i will i guess go first and yes. uh i've got all 23 i've got the tv movies okay i've got the masters of horror um which are almost full length they're like an hour ish long sure, like, that they're an hour long sure yeah i also um, have not seen those i i I, yeah, I haven't seen those. I haven't seen them. Well, I've only seen really... Toby Hooper's. <laughs> oh, Toby Hooper's Dance saw, of the Dead? I've, I've only seen Don Coscarelli's, which is the very first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw a few. I was trying to do a thing a few years ago. I was trying to actually watch them in order because they I either oh, had yeah. the DVDs or they're on somewhere. They're on Tubi. They're all on yeah, Tubi. Okay. And I kind oh, of then, I, I petered them. out. I lost like yeah. I lost my drive after like well, it's, the first season. It's like it's like a committing to a TV show. It's like I, there's like so many seasons. There's like 24. Yeah. Of these. I, I don't want to, but you know, I, you gotta because they're well, masters of horror, of course. I know. Uh, there's there's some good ones. There's some not so yeah. good ones, but there's some good ones. Uh, such a cool concept too that they got to do this. Like on Showtime, yeah. was like, hey, do whatever you want. Here's some money. Go give all these horror legends, you know, time to do these episodes. So, um, but I will say. My bottom carpenter is his second master horror, which is called Pro Life. Oh, which is like 
what is even the plot of this? Um, this young girl's taken to an abortion clinic. Um, but then there's all this, like, these religious zealots. Like, I think her family are trying to make sure that she has the baby. There's some kind of horror aspect. I barely yeah. remember it. I remember I hated it. I was like, this does not feel like John Carpenter at all to me. I did not like it. <laughs> like, I, I think it's, man, I'm looking at his list and... Well, maybe it's more of a thing I call bad, but it's like there's it's I just think it's pretty bad. And it's a his first master horror is pretty good. I'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah. so it was a big step down, I thought, from the first master horror he did. So yeah, pro life is the very bottom for me. Okay. Um and then it it hurts me to do it, but it's not my jam. Twenty two is Dark Star, which was like his student film extended to feature length, uh, yeah. maybe, you know, very cheap. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's very creative. It's very creative, which is not my thing. Um, 21. I this is the one this is the one I kind of cheated on because his Elvis TV movie. I know I saw it. My mom loves Elvis. And I know we watched it when I was younger because I remember Kurt Russell as Elvis. But I, I really should watch it again. So I put it near the bottom as almost like default. Like sure. you know, yeah, you be at uh, 21. Um, 20. Uh Memoirs of an Invisible Man. The only other movie I would really say I really dislike from him like really don't like that movie anthony do you like that movie <laughs> i don't maybe, yes, yes i do i do Jesus. like that movie man okay okay why don't you like that movie why don't like so many people don't like this movie i'm like why the effects are good but then yes i think chevy chase is like i think everybody's kind of bad in the movie maybe sam neil's okay as the bad guy i think chevy chase is bad i don't think the comedy works i think they're clashing i think carpenter and chevy chase feel like Everyone feels at odds with each other. Like, oh yeah, Carpenter trying to do it. his thing, Chevy Chase trying to do comedy, but I feel like he's not even that into it. I just feel like it's a bad mix of stuff. Like, sorry, I'm sorry. You can talk more about it. We get to yours if you want, okay. but um, it's my number one. But whatever, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's not my number that one. Be, that would be the craziest <laughs> thing ever happened on this podcast. Um, nineteen, his village of the damned, which I. Kind of feel like I don't like either, but Jesus, I Matt, I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it because I watched it once and was I think I'm it was under. Me yeah. and Matt are the same so far. Just FYI. Oh, okay, okay. Like, uh, like for real, the same, the same. No, like going backward. Yeah. It, it's the same, oh, except for I don't have Elvis or yeah, for okay. Dark Star. Yeah. Wow. yeah, so far so good. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Anthony. Uh, yeah, his I need to rewatch his building because a lot of people i listen to like it i think daniel likes it um yeah. and that made me think did i miss something with that village of the damn movie because i remember it feeling very cheap to me and very tv movie-ish and everyone's like it looks so good i'm like what what movie did i watch like i don't know i just didn't i didn't love it looks it. like um, a very clean tv movie sure that's true it's very clean uh, it, it's, it's, I, again maybe it i'm good. i think i watched it in like poor quality under bad circumstances. <laughs> like I don't, I barely remember, but I was like, I'm not into this Um, to, to probably shock people. I put the ward next at 18, which a lot of people think is like, we still the same. Yes. It's <laughs> like, really? His yes. worst movie. Wow. What's that one? Let's keep going for it. This is um, wild. I'm not going to have to read mine. <laughs> a lot of people think is his worst. I, well, I think it's one of his worst. It's 18. So I mean, it just, that movie is very functional. Uh, does not okay. again feel Ooh, like time out for a second. What does functional mean? <laughs> I because mean, people it, need to stop saying I, that. I'm gonna say it now for this because I think it functions as a perfectly fine horror movie. 
that's what I think it functions as a perfectly fine little Friday night. Yeah, you had some pizza. Oh, it's got a, some good scares. I think it has some good yeah. scares. So therefore, I think it functions as a like two and a half star horror movie. But it's Carpenter can do way better. I don't think he was into it. It was a for hire job. That's that's why I say function. That's what I was going to say. He directed functional like, is like competence. Oh, There's you know, you're fine. It's like go ahead. James. I, throw, yeah. I throw up in my mouth every time well, someone says that. I, no, I I I I know what you mean, but like I think functional for I, I'm putting words in Matt's mouth, obviously, okay. but. <laughs> Like functional means it doesn't feel like John Carpenter's The Ward. It feels like The Ward made by anybody, Joe Blow. It's just a horror movie that you would get. And there's okay. nothing special signifying that John Carpenter made this, even yeah, though it's But says I don't John think Carpenter's it's a incompetent Ward, disaster. It's so it's in this middle grip. James is pretty good, James. So I think it's like I, I think it's right in the middle. I think functional to me is like especially in this case. I don't like to use too much I I get it, Anthony. I know people say it a lot, but like it, I get it too. This case, I think it makes sense because it like to me, it just goes right down the middle. It's nothing spectacular. I think it's better than I think other people do, but I don't think it's great. I think it's like a two and a half star, maybe two star movie. Uh, it's like that has some good scares and like decent atmosphere at times. But it's like, again, the fact that we know it's John Carpenter yeah. is like that makes us want more out of it. But it's totally competently made. It's just not yeah. anything to write home about. And John Carpenter can do so much better. Uh, as we've seen many, many times. So he's like, it's like someone going to work and getting their job done. They didn't do anything extra special or spectacular. They just got the job done. They left. So it's like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It's functional. There, there we go. That's, That's a pretty good definition. Do you accept <laughs> anything? Uh, yeah, you don't have to like it, but do you oh, think yeah, I mean, I, I think like, because like Patrick says it all the time on F this movie and I'm like, what the f functional? Yeah. So I don't think his definition of functional is what yours is, which is fine. That's the great thing about language. Language is fluid. Uh, <laughs> but like people use it so much and it means so many different things for other people. And I'm like, everybody stop saying that word right now. <laughs> it's almost like, a, I think the way it's being used now and the way I'm kind of using it sometimes is like, it's like another word for just saying something's fine. Like instead of, you know, they say that, I know Patrick says a lot too, and I picked it up too, where he just says, it's fine. Like there's something. It's just like yeah. yeah. It, Can we it, just say it's fine? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, so did you know that that's what it stands for? F this movie, functional this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I won't. I won't use functional again. But uh, <laughs> I know Patrick has to hate that his podcast is F this movie and like the site, like because oh, he I think he's it. talked about it before. I know oh, yeah, multiple times. F sounds like you yeah. hate movies and yes. I've said it to people like, what are you listening to? Or what's your favorite podcast? Like F this movie. And they're like, Oh, does that make fun of movies? I'm like, no, right. not really. <laughs> like it's just, it's, it's just the name. Um, but yeah, I, I sure he regrets it. He said it multiple times. He regrets it. So, um, okay. I'm sure you don't have the next two because you haven't seen them. So I went with this TV movie. Someone's watching me, which I think is a very like kind of fun little, like, Oh, I thought you were gonna say no, the no. <laughs> word. You said fun, and I was like, "Don't you dare!" Fun little thriller. It almost yeah, yeah. It's like, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah. nothing I'll say about it. Uh, his first master horror, cigarette burns. Now that feels like a John Carpenter movie. Um, I get like in the mouth of madness vibes, but obviously at a much smaller scale. It's a very cool, uh, concept about this like guy, uh. I think he's he's a project some kind of move a theater owner projectionist archivist yeah. something looking for a print of this film that that it's like had one screen and it caused everyone to go insane like it caused everybody in the theater to go nuts and it's a notorious thing and it's it's creepy it's good I I think it's 
maybe my fat favorite master of horror episode honestly oh wow. um yeah i think it's at 16 of carpenter movies but he's made so many good movies and it's like yeah, yeah. at yeah. 16 of his stuff but um i kind of wish that was one that was expanded to like feature length because cool. that's one where you kind of feel like ooh, they had to rush it a little bit to get it in like the yeah. hour ish time frame but um it's good i really like it uh 15b body bags which is very it's fun he does two segments i think oh god what is the the hair the, he does the hair one right yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like the goofiest thing he's ever done and then the first one is very straightforward like horror thriller thing at the gas i love that segment though it's yeah i won't say it's functional it's very, <laughs> it's very uh i don't know it's just like i think it's a kind of thing where you see like carpenter's just a really good craftsman of like horror and suspense like he yeah. just doesn't even need much and just makes yeah. it work um uh 14 ghost of mars a movie i defend a lot okay <laughs> i really like ghost of mars watch hbo a lot back in the day just like number 13 which is his john carpenter's vampires another movie i defend that i really like um and then this is like actually this is weird the three in a row here are like the hbo trinity of john carpenter movies i used to watch in the early 2000s because like hbo constantly played ghost of mars vampires I mean, number 12, which is Escape from L.A., mm. which I think is a good time. I know people shit on it for the CGI, which is bad. It's real bad, but it's not his fault. They were they kind of got screwed over on that. Um, but I really like it. The ending's amazing. Um, OK, the top 11. This is where it becomes like nigh impossible to like I, I, I'm splitting hairs at this point of like. So don't sure. get mad at me for my top 11. It's all they're all like. Same. I, kind of... I, I, we're probably all in the same boat here. Probably. Yeah. So uh, my number 11 is Christine. Uh, my number 10 is Assault on Precinct 13. My number 9 is The Fog. Uh, These are all very, very low, man. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> but, but go they're ahead. All, go ahead. They're all so good. I, I told they you. Are, yeah. uh, number eight's in the Mouth of Madness. That's the one that really has grown on me. The more Same. Yeah. That one yeah. is awesome. He's doing some really cool stuff in that movie. Um and if I'm looking, I go, maybe I should pull them out to seven because I have They Live at number seven. I think that's really fun. I mean, I saw a great screening of that at a rep theater. That was fun. Um, my number six is Escape from New York, um, which I did just bump to six because I bumped Starman at number five. Oh, yeah. I thought about Starman. I was like, man, Starman's so good. <laughs> um, number four, I went Prince of Darkness. Nice. Number three, I went Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, good. The one and two. Oh God, this this hurts. This is one A and one B. God no, damn it. Two no, your your second the... favorite carpenter <laughs> is <laughs> number two is the thing. Number one is Halloween. Okay. Because I think Halloween's like always gonna be my top three all-time horror movies. And I think it's I have a more personal connection to that movie. Sure. Watched it more. It's like the only I think Thing is a better movie. Don't get me wrong. I think better made because yep. But I think Halloween's amazing too. But I think technically the effects and everything in the thing are like yep. still next level. But yep. he, I, yeah, I, he's got some work under his belt. He's able right. to yeah. Yeah. So but in my heart, I gotta go Halloween one, thing two, but really one A, one B. Uh if I could cheat. So okay. That was that was my Carpenter ranked every single thing up here. I, so. I just wanna say, um we didn't line up at all. You and me. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing i was waiting i was like okay 
top top 11 we gotta line up nope 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 nothing <laughs> crazy wow okay yeah. i'm curious how close we were um well which anybody want to go second or anybody want to wait till the end you want me to your pointing yeah okay okay anthony i guess go <laughs> okay yeah, so uh yeah i i don't have the cigarette burns or pro-life in here um i also want to recommend his short the the captain peeping tom what the hell is it called i'm looking it up right now it is uh captain voyeur it's really silly um so that's the very first thing he's ever done you could see it on youtube it's a you know what four or five minutes long even shorter it's good really funny yeah um there's only one john carpenter movie that i do not like and it's my number 21 ghosts of mars Somehow, somehow I knew that. I feel like you talked about this recently or something. I did. Yeah. Last, um, I, it was, I can't remember what, what it was for, but, um, I did like director Saturdays and wrote about him for F this movie last year. And and so I, you know, I watched like four carpenters I hadn't seen yet. I did four Cravens I hadn't seen, um, four Fulci's. Uh, and so Ghost of Mars was one of those. And, you know, it, man, it's not, <laughs> it's not good. It's really, I, not good. I understand. I, I, I recognize it's not good and I still like it, but good. no. And, and that's, you know what? I appreciate when people are like, yes, it's not good, but I love this movie. Cause I have, uh, we all have movies like that. Yeah. But I, you know, I, sometimes when I'm like, yeah, this movie is obviously not good, but then people are like, no, it's actually good. And I'm like, Technically speaking, this movie is not good. There's a lot of weird <clears throat> directing technical choices, editing choices, a lot of weird fade in and fade outs and just yeah. weird like that I kind of like, but I recognize like this is doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's I I like the cast a bit. I it's just it's just weird. It's a it's a very odd movie, but I still like it and I appreciate that to me. It's still, I can tell it's a John Carpenter movie, even who's doing some weird stuff. Like, sure, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, if you're, if everyone says they're bottom, I, I get it, I get it. Yeah, but I, I, just, yeah. You can tell, you know, he's the latter part of his career. It's like, you know, he's just working to work. He's working for a paycheck. It, his, his heart isn't really in these movies. So, um, uh, number twenty, I watched Elvis for the first time this last weekend. And it's good. It's it's really long because it you know it's a TV movie. Kurt Russell is really good as Elvis, um, and so you know I don't really have anything bad to say about it other than that it's you know nearly th- three hours long. So I probably never wanted to, wanted to watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's probably why I'll never see Bo's Afraid because I didn't even realize it was three hours long, and now I'm like, oh god, Ooh. three hours yeah. of like super weirdness. I don't know if I can do that. uh 19 is his other tv movie someone's watching me that was uh, i also watched that on my carpenter day uh lauren hutton i think is really great um and who is who's the guy with her david birney is uh equally great adrian barbeau as her her friend is Mm. you know i mean the cast is really good it you know uh, it's a it's a really functional tv movie (laughs) I remember if you took out commercial breaks, I don't think it felt like a TV movie. If I remember Same. right, yes, it and has those only... really distracting like hold for commercial break. But if you took those out, right, I think it feels like a completely see, normal movie. 
I love, I grew up watching TV movies and like I'm reading Amanda Reyes's book right now. And oh, like yeah. TV movies are such a like comforting <laughs> blanket for me. <laughs> and so like when I was watching, someone's watching me, although some parts I felt dragged on a little bit. I was like, you know what? This is it. I, I still really like this. Um, 18 is Escape from LA. Uh, it's still fun. Uh, Kurt Russell fucking rules, but yeah. just terrible CGI. <laughs> it's, Do better, John Carpenter. No, I'm joking. Yeah. He no, got we, he got screwed over on that apparently. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember the whole right. story, but yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> uh 17 is Dark Star. Okay. Yeah. I hated Dark Star when I first saw it, and then I realized, <laughs> oh, this is like his, you know, student film, and then watched again. And I was like, this is actually super funny. It's such a funny movie. Um, and you know, I appreciate you know, you can, the craftsmanship of it, of, you know, him and, and Dan O'Bannon, you know, Dan O'Bannon is fucking hysterical. He's, he's sort of the one that goes crazy. Um, anyways, I, I really like dark star and Daniel was looking for someone to sign up for dark star. Uh, but it's in cult movies two or three and I'll already oh, yeah. be podcasting about it. So, uh, once is enough for me. Uh, <laughs> 16 is the ward. I really like the ward. Oh, so you uh, think it's better than functional? <laughs> is what uh, you're yes, yes. I think it's it's it's. Uh, I can't think of a. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like the ward a lot. Yeah. Um, it gets a really bad rap. I don't think it's. That I agree. Bad. It does get a bad rap. It's better than people give it credit for. Yes, it doesn't feel like a John Carpenter movie because latter career, you know, he's whatever. He's just working to work. It's fine. Um, I think Amber Heard is really great in it. Um, but yeah, I, I really dig the ward. Uh, 15 is village of the damned. I agree. That was another one I watched on my carpenter day. I agree. It does feel like a TV movie. Um, like a really good looking TV movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that was, it was, I watched, uh, oh, what's the Michael Caine, Christopher Reeve movie. Is it called where- Sleuth? No, 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 no. It's a uh, death dream. Death. No, death, death, death trap. That's trap. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's when I was like, oh, Christopher Reeve is actually a great actor. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote about it a couple of years ago. And and um, and so I, when I watch Village of the Dam, like, I think it's super fun. It's a, you know, him and Christy Alley, uh, you know, there's. Mark Hamill's in there as a was he a priest I think uh, yeah it's it's oh, a yeah. super- um fourteen <clears throat> now <laughs> oh boy just because it's fourteen it doesn't mean I don't like it Memoirs of an Invisible Man oh okay I watched yeah. for the, I I just watched <laughs> for the first time I remember when it came out in the in the nineties like people shitting on it and like even back then people saying. This is so not a John Carpenter movie. Even back then, I was like, who the fuck is John Carpenter? Uh, <laughs> and I, I remember my parents saw it and they're like, it's so not a Chevy Chase movie. I knew who Chevy <laughs> Chase was. You uh-huh. know, he was the National Lampoon vacation guy. He was the Chris, you know. Um, <clears throat> and so he was the the funny guy, spies like us. Um, and so I never saw it until just this past weekend. And I really liked it. The effects are re- like with the building. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is so cool how they do that. Um, I think Chevy Chase is really good. Like people expect him to be funny, 
And, you know, I don't think he's trying to be funny in this movie. I think he's he's reading the dialogue. Um, who wrote this? Oh, God, William Goldman. Oh, <laughs> no, Dana Olson. Dana Olson from The Burbs. Um, you know, it, it does feel like a Dana Olson script. I don't know. I really liked it. Uh, it, it felt like the beginning of the latter part of John Carpenter's career. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but I still felt like it was a John Carpenter movie, which is weird where you say like ghost of Mars feels like a John Carpenter movie. I don't think so. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you know, it's great being humans. Uh, 13. <laughs> yeah. 13 is they live and people love, they live a lot more than I do. I, okay. I, of course I love, I love they live. Um, but you know, I, I think, I don't know, people sing the praises of it for reasons that I think are a little inflated. I, you know, I think there's better. <laughs> I think people really, I mean, I think it's kind of, there's a lot of things people like a lot of these better, but that, that fight scene has really got a lot of notoriety like that, over the years. Like that was, and I didn't see they live for the first time until maybe two years ago. And like that scene was so built up to me and I got to, and I was like, what okay yeah it's it's great i mean i love these two uh, guys but uh -huh. it's one of those scenes that can also be like a joke where it went on too long right like it's like oh okay what oh oh there's so oh oh it's oh yeah see oh, okay. like maybe i should yeah. rewatch it and be like okay this this is a joke it, it's a joke. it goes on I was so watching, long I was like jesus christ what are we doing <laughs> It goes on so long that I think it is being played for comedy, honestly. Like, I'm like, he has I'm to be. Sure it is, yeah. It's funny because it, when I saw on that rep screen, it, it played like a, a comedic thing. I mean, people like loved it, but it, it went on so long. People were just like laughing, like, Jesus Christ, these are still fighting. You know what's funny about that, too? I saw the South Park parody of that fight scene before I saw They Live, and I was like, holy oh. shit, they really like did it almost beat for beat. I think they, it's not as long, but they took so many exact moments from it. And when I saw they live, I was like, wow, that South Park fight scene was pretty much exactly the same. Cool. But I, I really, I, I like, I, I like it, but it is what I put it at like eight or something or seven, yeah. but it, I, I get, I get it. I get it. It's, I, and, yeah. and, and again, there's one John Carpenter movie. I don't like, you know, he's got 20, like in my opinion, bangers, they live is a banger. Yeah. Um, okay. Number 12 is Christine. Uh, I just rewatched Christine on that indicator Blu-ray uh, maybe a month ago. And, you know, still, still fucking great. That car, I'm not even a car guy. And that car's, you know, I don't blame Archie or Arnie, <laughs> uh, you know, for becoming obsessed with it. Keith Gordon is so goddamn good in that movie. Yeah. I watched it with uh, with my son, Eben, he was into it. He was totally into it. Uh, John Stockwell is so great in the movie. You know, it's hard to say bad things about Christine. I, I don't know why you would say bad things about Christine. Um, uh, okay. 11 is vampires. I remember I watched this, uh, when it first came to VHS, uh, at a sleepover and loved it. And then I rewatched it during that Carpenter day last year and loved it again. James Woods, say what you want about him. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about any of that. I think yeah. James Woods is a fucking amazing actor. He's one of my favorite actors. I love it whenever he shows up. Um, nobody plays scumball like James Woods. 
Uh, and... It makes it a little easier when he plays a lot of scumbags to be like, okay, I can accept this. Sure. It's not like he's like playing like nice dad next door. No, nice, right. You know, it's you like... know it, it, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good at playing those characters and, you know, it's uh, great vampires. I love, you know, the kind of twist, how they, you know, modern twist, how they kill them, you know, with oh, the witch yeah. on the, on the truck and they stab, oh you God. know, yeah, yeah. Shoot I love with that the crossbow I... and then pull them out. It's fucking awesome. I find, is it, who plays the head vampires? Is it Thomas Ian Nichols? Is that his? Or uh, that's like, oh, great. I would. I Thomas Ian Nichols from Thomas King Nichols King Arthur's King Arthur's like a year or something. Yeah, American right. <laughs> I always, their names are so close, but yeah, from Karate Kid 3. And yeah, like he's, he scares the shit out of me as that head vampire. Like that's it. I was pretty young when I saw this, that scene where he goes to the hotel and like massacres everybody. You're the beginning. That is an amazing scene. And to, to have sort of this, you know, this cast of sort of recognizable character actors and they all fucking die within 20 minutes. <laughs> I know it is an insane thing to pull because it like pulls the rug in front of you immediately. And they, yeah. they, like a big group of badasses, you just watch them go kill a bunch of vampires. And this one guy shows up and like wipes them out for like 20 minutes of the movie. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's terrifying yeah. looking. Um, it's I, yeah. I really like vampires. I, I mean, Padre, he said, yeah. <laughs> James Wood saying Padre 55 times in that movie. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> Padre, Padre. Um, I have a lot of fun with it. I know some gross stuff. People have said there's some gross stuff with, uh, oh my God, from Twin Peaks. What's her name? Cheryl Lee. Um, yeah, yeah, Cheryl Lee. And like, there is some weird stuff with her and like the Daniel Baldwin thing. I get it. Like, it's not great. But I, uh, uh, you know, other than that, I think it's a, it's a fun movie. And it's like, yeah. probably, even if I defend Ghost of Mars, I think it's like his last, like, to me, really good movie that's still. Agreed. Yes, agreed. Absolutely. Feels like I, him because it's like got yep. a Western vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> great. And another great score. Um, okay. Uh, top 10. Uh, so I, few years ago, this pre COVID, I went and saw the, is it, they call it the apocalypse trilogy. Oh yeah. In the theater of the thing, Prince of darkness and in the mouth of madness. And that was awesome. All on 35 at, at our local Alamo. It was, it was, incredible uh i'd never seen in the mouth of madness up until that point so that's when i watched it uh for the first time and you know at this point it i'm delirious it's like midnight and it's perfect time to watch a, it yeah. yeah great way to watch it uh and then i i went back and rewatched it you know when i was completely awake but uh so that's my number 10 in the mouth of madness sam neil so great in it it is mm -hmm. so fucking crazy and bonkers weird uh, I really appreciate how uh, manic the whole movie is because a lot of like Carpenter's like photography and even his direction seems very, you know, it's very fluid mm -hmm. and it's very, even though something intense is happening on screen, it's still like the camera work. Uh, his direction seems very calm, uh, but in the mouth of madness is just so, I feel like so crazy and uh, so anyways, that's my number 10. Uh, number nine is Body Bags. Body Bags, anthology, and even those are, there's three segments. I think all three segments are incredible. I, and like, there's not many anthologies where you can say, I love all the uh, segments in this anthology. Body Bags for me works so good. Carpenter as sort of the the um Rip keeper uh, host guys. yeah the host yeah like he's so you know it's like he's having so much fun <laughs> and it's like when you know i i saw him live 
and he's just so full of energy so when you like you see him he's in an element he's doing something he loves to do that he's not known for so you know his his playing live music leading a band up on stage or acting like he was so into it i love body bags it's so funny uh but also incredibly scary uh and so i love uh his uh the the segment with stacy keach is so fucking funny <laughs> it's such a yeah it's really funny and just like i, I didn't know carpenter had first of all him playing the host i never think of him as like a funny guy and he's like yeah. he's having a blast is that playing like the the more um or t i don't know like the, the host the morgue you know and then like this crypt keeper guy and then yeah. hair is like such a goofy funny segment from him but stacy keach is great um I, yeah, the first segment's great. The Toby Hooper one is very weird. I wish I did not see as much as Mark Hamill as I did in the second segment. It's like, I see too much of Mark Hamill in that. I don't want to see Luke Skywalker having sex. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, but otherwise, it's fun. You know, it's cool. Like, that that segment, you know, obviously inspired one of the guys from, is it VHS or VH? I think it's Adam Wingard's segment in, in VHS 2 uh, with the, the dude with the ocular implant. It's like, oh, yeah, oh Adam yeah, Wingard yeah. is doing the Toby Hooper segment. So that's pretty cool. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Where am I at? Number eight is Starman. Starman is a movie I saw as a little kid. I didn't know what it was, but it kind of reminded me of The Wizard, the Fred Savage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rilo Kiley. What the hell's her name? Anyway, uh, I know we talk about. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. remember her name, but yeah. Uh, uh, it reminded me of the wizard of, you know, it's this like really kind of, uh, sad Vember ish type of road <laughs> movie. Uh <-huh. laughs> um, and like, you know, I, I had Karen Allen was Bernadette Peters was my first celebrity crush as a child. Uh, but Karen Allen was a close, like happened almost immediately after, uh, for, I can't even remember what movie, maybe it was Starman. I don't know. Uh, but I love this movie. It's such a comforting, uh, another one of those warm blanket type of movies to me. Um, it's so touching. It is, you know, it absolutely feels like a Carpenter movie. But it's like, wow, look at this guy. He can fucking do anything. This man can mm -hmm. direct any type of movie you want. So uh, Love Star Man at eight, seven. Again, we're splitting <laughs> hairs here. Okay. So, okay. I've, Everybody, let me preface by saying, oh, calm the fuck down. Okay, not you guys. You guys aren't going to freak out. Oh, okay. Okay. Number seven is Halloween. I'm <laughs> not going to freak out. It's seven? <laughs> I, uh, Halloween is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love this movie. Oh. Uh, it's one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Oh. Uh, <laughs> These are not ranked by how, you know, th these are my favorites. Okay. 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 That's, that's um, fair. That's fair. So 10, 11, 12, <laughs> the top 12 are movies that I could watch. Oh yeah. That's why I say my top okay? 11. It's, I mean, yeah, right. it's, you're yeah. splitting hairs at that point. It's like, exactly. But yeah, the six before Halloween, I preferred a little mm -hmm. more. But okay, so I, Halloween. I mean, I'm not going to say any more about Halloween, but it's number seven. That's fine. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. To, I don't remember. I, now I've lost track of what's going to be. I know one. I know the thing. Okay. I, okay. Keep going. <laughs> okay, number six is Prince of Darkness. 
I saw I saw this in the theater, part of the Apocalypse trilogy. Uh, really great on the big screen. That final, you know, the final shot Ooh. with the mirror. Yeah. On the big screen, like, and then crowded theater. It's dark, full of people, you know, many of whom probably Never haven't seen, seen it. it. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Like, like you, like audible gasps. It was awesome. <laughs> so good. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I, I did absolutely. have to with Rob on it. And we, I, I think it may be uh, Carpenter's scariest movie in terms of mood and atmosphere. And I mean, you could make me in the top of right. Like, I mean, no. the thing is scary. It's probably a visceral, like, what the fuck am I looking at? But like, sure. in terms no, of like getting under right. your skin yeah. and that final shit, I told us to tell really quickly, Prince of Darkness, that final bang happens that jump scare and then i was watching during a storm my power went out like immediately almost after that oh my and I god was petrified <laughs> i was by myself in like a new apartment i just moved into and i was like oh no this is fucked i gotta get out of like it was I, I was so on edge from the whole movie and then that jump scare just like i mean talk about well, an effective jump scare i mean let alone like alice cooper kind of leading these these possessed transients outside of this you know whatever the hell this chapel is supposed to be is like all of it is so creepy so i'm i'm with you i think it might be his actual scariest um okay so that's number six okay. calm down <laughs> number five is the thing <laughs> okay all right uh, I... I i've seen the thing you know 25 30 times i i will watch it Anytime someone, you know, I'm like, uh, what, what should we watch? The Thing? Yes. We should always okay. watch The Thing. Okay. okay. I just didn't expect uh, The Thing it's, at it's five a, and yeah, it's seven. A, it's a and great I... movie. It's a great oh, movie, okay? God, it's okay. a great movie. My heart. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Tell me what's... Well, I shouldn't say better. You're, I'm giving you a hard time. You're saying your favorites. What do you like more than The Thing and Halloween? What are your top four? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number four... Um, I'm going to call an audible right now. Number oh. four is Escape from New York. Okay. Uh, this is, well, it's not my favorite Kurt Russell performance. Uh, it's, it's one of them. Um, I, you know, it's just, it's so, I don't know. The, Escape from New York is one of those. It's another comfort movie. I mean, Twelve of his movies are like warm blankets to me. Them. <laughs> Being covered in twelve warm blankets. Yeah, it's, yeah. God, can you imagine? God, that sounds Ooh. great. Um, I mean, everybody in Escape from New York is fucking awesome. The atmosphere is amazing. It's the it's my favorite score of his. Um, when you know he opens up every when he plays live, he opens up his live shows with uh, their new arrangement of of the escape from New York theme. And when I, I went to see him in Chicago and I was standing in the back of the theater by myself, like leaning against this post and I knew it was coming. And so they come on and already I have goosebumps. I'm like, Holy shit, John Carpenter in front of me. And then they start the, dun, 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 and I just start sobbing. Like, I mean, I was a fucking mess because it was, I was so moved by it. And then I, I stayed at my cousin's house and drove home the next morning and like, uh, hi, kids. Hi, hi, wife. Love you. Sat down and watched Escape from New York. <laughs> Great to see you so, again. I'm watching Escape from New York. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's such a cool movie. It's a great concept. Every, you know, I love it. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Borgnine is incredible. You know, hello. It's great. Uh, okay. Number three. This was my audible. 
uh, flip-flop here. Assault on Precinct 13. It's super dark. Um, and, you know, it's... I love, you know, June exploitation is my favorite time of year. I think Assault on Precinct 13 is his most exploitation-y sort of movie. It's got that kind of grimy 70s feel. Um, it's a great cop movie. It's a great sort of home invasion type of movie. Uh, so many other movies have, you know, kind of cribbed from Assault on Precinct 13, um, which cribbed from Real Bravo. Uh, but it's it's so fucking good and like it's so shocking every time kim uh kim richards you know is fucking blown away no, every so time i watch this i'm just like <laughs> and then you know oh. as a parent now i completely understand like her dad kind of going into this catatonic state so uh love That's the one i would have picked as the favorite anthony john carpenter movie i would have that feels because it's very dark and gritty and grimy and exploitation i was like this seems like up anthony's alley so i was close at three i would yeah Yeah, okay number two is the fog uh i don't know what it is about the fog but i you know i love i i love this movie this is one it's probably the john carpenter i've seen the most um Again, it's my second favorite score, but you know, you and, and Preston were just talking about it. You know, it opens up John Houseman, like fucking John Houseman opens this movie. He's <laughs> like, you know, 1158 or whatever time it is. And he's telling these kids this, this ghost story, Hal Holbrook, you know, the scene, and then it cuts to Hal Holbrook in his office and who shows up? John Carpenter is like, uh, can I get my check or whatever it is? <laughs> Adrian Barbeau is like she has the dream job i feel like running like sort of this indie radio station atop a lighthouse are you kidding me <laughs> it's, it's cool. fucking yeah. amazing uh the setting is so good and then the you know the actual kind of creature or even like slasher being this ambient thing that we all experience uh, you know, you watch the fog, and then if you're driving home late at night, every time you see fog, at least for me, it's the first thing I think of like, what is in the fog? <laughs> so, uh, and then my number one is Big Trouble in Little China. It is, uh, I remember when I watched this as a kid, I, I hated it. I was like, oh, this my. is so silly. <laughs> this, so, I don't like, is it a kung fu movie? Is it a comedy? Is it a monster movie? I don't get it. Uh, but when I got the Blu-ray many, many years ago, I, I don't know. I just like, I got it. I understood the genius of it all. Uh, it's my favorite Kurt Russell movie. It's my favorite John Carpenter movie. Kim Cattrall is, you know, another childhood cut crush because of mannequin. She's so great in this Victor Wong, Dennis Dunn. Uh, the elevator scene when, when they all get in the elevator <laughs> and Kurt, Russell, uh-huh. you know, he's like, I feel pretty good right now. <laughs> like that, that moment plays uh-huh. on, on a loop in, in my head constantly. I, so I love it. I mean, my number three, so I, I'm right yeah. there behind two yeah. stone cold classics. I, I would give it five stars too. It's like, I love that movie. I th- It may be my favorite Kurt Russell performance of anything. Yeah. And I love Kurt Russell. So it's, I, he's so goddamn funny. I laugh like a maniac. Like every time that he's like, let's go and shoots up and, 
knocks himself out with the ceiling. <laughs> like it's the funniest gag. Um, it's so it's such a good movie. I love how crazy it is. All the stuff going on. I can see that might throw you off the first time. You're like, what the fuck is this movie? But yeah. like, I love how much crazy stuff's going on in that movie. Um, okay, I can't. Yeah, I can't. You end with that one is number one. I can't. I can't fault you. So yeah. Um, okay, James. <laughs> After all that. He's still uh, here. I'm sorry. I, I talked. I am still here. No, listen, and I know it's it. We are pushing it. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through mine pretty quick. I will not talk about that. Y'all have said so much. I'll, I'll kind of maybe I'll say a couple things once we get right up to the top. But I'm not gonna. That's okay. I didn't want to rush you. Through. I was gonna. I know we're past, no. but I wasn't gonna be like James moving along. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but y'all y'all have said so many things already. I don't want you know. My list alone will be weird too. You know, I like that our lists are so different. Our started a lot similar, Matt, and then Anthony, you're going to be really upset with some of mine too. Um, <laughs> oh, so I can't I'll wait. just go start. Okay, so I didn't put body bags in there. I didn't put messes of horror. For, first okay. or last, I have Dark Star. Uh, oh, we already know Dark Star, Memoirs, Village of the Damned, The Ward. I'm I'm with Matt on the bottom. <laughs> also, let me preface this with. Uh, I don't hate any of these movies. Again, this is another one where I, I like them all. I, yeah. I even like Dark Star. I don't love these bottom ones, right? They're just functional. Oh, God. <laughs> no, oh, they're, they're fine. I'm joking. Obviously, I should I'm call joking. this episode the functional episode. Or <laughs> the functionals. No, they're fine. But this is where Anthony's going to be upset. Now, part of the, this is, I know we just talked about doing this, so and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I got to rewatch all these movies. I haven't seen them forever. Like this is one I haven't seen. And it's the only reason it, it's probably higher, but it's assault on precinct 13 is down here lower, <laughs> but, but only because it's one I haven't seen in over five years. At least I, oh, I just okay. don't, I know it. Right. But I've only seen it once. And that was James, the only time. James, I, you, you watched the <laughs> movies you loved for this episode, but you didn't watch the one you didn't know. I, you well, yeah, I know. And you know why I didn't watch it, Anthony, is because I don't own it. Okay. No, oh. okay. I didn't have a physical copy. <laughs> you got to get one with a slipcover. You got to. No, get... no. I'm telling <laughs> you, I started watching it. something and then I was like, I looked up and I was like, I thought that I did buy it. Blind bought it when I watched yeah, it. I don't, I don't even own it too. Yeah. That's I'm funny because Screen Factors put it out like nine times already. You can buy yeah. two different steel books. Exactly. Uh, I'm just 4K. saying Assault is streaming on Canopy and Tubi. Moving on. Yeah. I saw it there after I, I I did see it there, so um, <laughs> I will I will rewatch it soon, and that might change. Um, then it's Ghost of Mars is uh, okay. next. Now this is Anthony is about to really oh, be upset. It's Big Trouble because, in Little China. Just say it. No, it's Escape from New York. God, oh, we watched it today. Wow. And what number are we at? We're <laughs> oh sorry, we're what nineteen, okay. eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, thirteen. Okay. okay. Do do you do you just is it just that you love this movie but you love it less? You put it in list. Yes. No, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> you're no. like I don't know. I'm, you, I'm not you really gonna like say, I'm not going to say that I love Escape from New York because I don't want to do that. That feels ungenuine. <laughs> um, I rewatched it today, Anthony, and I'm sorry. I, it felt. I don't like using that word either. Slow. It felt slower than it had ever felt to me. I've, uh, I've heard people it's say only that. 90 minutes. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this is 90 minutes long, but yeah, it feels like it's just kind of plodding along. I, listen, I, 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 oh I don't God. know, Anthony. Anthony, I'm oh. sorry. And I know this is actually probably going to upset a lot of people, but I, that's just how it 
played two day literally. Sure. sure. Right? Right. That happens to me also, a lot, or where things will play like they feel slow, and then I'm like watch them again, and be like, or, or I've watched them before, and I'm like, why does this feel like it's going? Things yeah. can feel very different on different days in your mood. So yeah, I, I've heard that about Skate from New York. People have said it's slow. I'm like, I, I mean, I disagree. I don't understand, but I can like things happen. You know, it's like you could. I've watched movies where I'm like, this is some people are like, that's insane. I'm like, I don't know. It just didn't feel didn't hit right. But I'm, I'm surprised yeah. to hear you say that. I can't I feel explain. Like it very, I brisk i feel like it really flies I, it's it's beautiful like you know that's one of john carpenter's good things is all his movies look they're shot so well right like they're nice yeah. wide it's cinema you know like they, everything <laughs> looks good like he's got really yeah. good like shots so and even all the tracking shots down the hallways over and over in escape from new york it's, it, it feels good but uh-huh uh-huh what uh-huh. i know i know i'm, I'm talking myself <laughs> no, back I, into I, i'm just and and you know so people know I'm just acting here. I'm just I acting. I, know I, I think I know. people. I think people know. I think. That- but it, it's just funny because the next one that I like a lot more is Escape from L.A. Because no, I rewatched that. No, that's wrong, James. <laughs> I know you cannot like Escape from L.A. more than Escape from New York. I'm listen, listen. I rewatched both of them. You know, and I and I had more fun with it. What can I say? And it felt like John Carpenter was having a good time with it. And maybe that just like played into my enjoyment. (laughs) I don't know. I was just like, I think watching them so close together like that and maybe watching them in that order too, backwards, right? I watched LA first and then New York. Oh yeah. That might've been the mistake to go backwards to, yeah. But, but it is weird. They, they do like correlate to each other. So like so many parallels, like, it's like you know he almost remade his movie, but sure. just upped everything up and yeah, had had more fun with it. I'm gonna say like, Escape from New York <laughs> is definitely darker and grittier. You know, like that's that's it's and, and that. see that's my like that that is my jam. I love yes. dark. I love gritty, and you get that in Escape from New York. So yeah, you're wrong, uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm wrong. I, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, next, I have vampires. I don't know what my numbering system here is, but uh, this is what one, two, oh, 10. This is 10, 10. vampires. Also, nice. great time. Same thing with James Wood. Love him. Garbage human. Love him. <laughs> movies, right? Like, a terrible man. Great stuff. actor. Yeah. yeah. Mahogany. <laughs> great. Love vampires. Um, next, Starman. Another one that's it's nine, but I haven't seen it in a long time either. So that's probably, you know, again, it's been like five years and it's another one that's feels good in my mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I have good memories of it. Like you were saying, like it's a comfort, like it's so it's a nice carpenter movie is only like one of, I mean, is it his only like one that feels good? Like I guess feel good movie. Kind <laughs> yeah. Of? yeah. Kinda. Oh. Yeah. I mean, a big trouble little China, I guess is right. It's, big fun. Trouble, it's fun. very it's funny. Fun. Yeah. But yeah, like I guess Starman's his only like, Mm, I don't want to say. Like, I mean, it's like a like straight ahead drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. yeah. It's definitely different for him for sure, but it's good. It's very good. Yeah, like human. The real. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I know good what you movie. mean. It's got the most. It's most emotional. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. By yeah. far, yeah. like it's. Uh, it really it gets me in the feels right at the end. It really kills me. Like, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. It's I mean, it only love well, story. It's I mean, only with full love story. There's a lot of things. They're like he's done other bits of this, but this is like full blown like emotional love story that sci-fi you know thing. It's just I, it's very unique for him. I'm glad he did yeah, it. Yeah, you're I mean, getting that side of it that you don't get in all the other movies. If you know, if, you're, if you're if you're gonna watch a movie about an alien coming to Earth and then leaving at the end. Uh, you put E.T. in the trash and you watch Starman. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, oh God. Now I, I feel like you're just both. taking personal shots. <laughs> no. oh, That's not very nice, Anthony. No, I, I, <laughs> but I, I deserve it after my escape from New York and assault on Precinct 13 ranking. He just he just took a shot at something he knew you loved. That's I, I just, know. <laughs> oh. So mean. Um, well, number eight what? is the fog. Wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, okay. So, Village of the Damned is is has been talked about. That's at the oh yeah. I, I didn't talk about Dark Star. Okay, yeah. okay, memoirs, yeah, okay. Because yeah. they were all matched up with Anthony. I was like, oh my god, are these Bass. really high for you? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. No, the fog these is number eight. Four. <laughs> yeah, fog is uh, eight. Yeah, fog is eight. I rewatched that today this morning. Listen, that's part of we just talked about this to watching too many movies in one day. I watched yeah. like three movies today, and Escape from New York was the last one. That might be oh, part of yeah. like i'm saying that might play into why hmm. maybe i was tired and so it was sure just messing with my viewing of yeah. the movie anyway fog great it is good like i mean that lighthouse like all those shots have coming up that's beautiful man like so... i want to live there <laughs> yeah I, I mean that oh it's so good and like i love how that's like the only moment really you get to see like it's so bright and colorful like oh yeah and then everything else is dark and fog and brooding but good movie um they live is number what am i seven seven yeah. oh my number also 17. not a, is it your number oh. seven okay. yeah yeah it? yeah i feel like that's i don't know is that about average i know you had it pretty low anthony but is that average for carpenter maybe i guess because he's got so many good ones right like that's yeah. probably yeah close it's, to where people might rank it. i think it's, it's probably low on mine yeah it's low on yours but that's probably normal, but I, yeah. I agree with you, Anthony, a little bit. Do I? I think you were saying that some of it's been overblown now. Like how much, you know, like people read into it and stuff. Like it's just they've built it up so much in their head, like that it's this big, powerful movie to them. Maybe more right. so than it really is, or right. even even that Carpenter meant for it to be. And he might, you know, kind of say that now more and be like, "Yeah, that's what I was," you know, and all that stuff. And that's fine, but it's also just a alien movie you know <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, aged, like, it's aged very well because a lot of stuff they're talking about right i think away. that's the thing like, is it, it kind of feels timeless but yeah underneath it it's also just a nice little romp yeah i mean yeah <laughs> it can play on a lot of different levels and maybe that is why so many people do like it because you can see what you want to see in it and Nah, anyway, well, um, well, hold, hold, I'm sorry. We I know we're running long, but you know <laughs> when when people mention you know what are the best director runs and like you know Friedkin's in there and spiel you know whatever. But l listen to Carpenter here, starting with the fog. Mm -hmm. The fog. Dude, oh, you can start. You can start with no, no, you can't. Thirteen. No, because he's got his TV movies in there, and I don't. Well, think, but I oh, think. Just do theatrical. You shouldn't count the TV movies. I was going to do this too. I don't know. I count the TV movies because he's working there. But so if we're just doing movies, including the TV movies, we're going to start at the Fog, The Fog, New York, The Thing, Christine, Starman, Big Trouble, Prince of Darkness, They Live. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a he was so prolific at that time too. Like it's crazy. Like he was just churning them out, and these aren't like little movies these are good you know yeah. like i mean we talked about this with like i mean that's on the level of spielberg right like it's not many people are able to do that right right but that you know, i i that's always power. an example i use like one of the best uh director runs of all time and i and i'm doing it where i'm like starting at assault 
cutting yeah, out the right. TV movies. Even, even, yeah, to, exactly. If you do Assault and Halloween and then jump to the Fog uh, and Escape, escape from New York, York and the Thing, and that's it. Starman, all the way trouble. they live. That's an insane run of movies. It's, it's crazy. Like, like uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's only like at most two years between any of them. It's like, how are you making it? After, like cranking after uh, cranking these movie movies, and it's it's sad that it kind of the run gets interrupted. Sorry, Anthony, by Memoirs of Invisible Man. No, because. Agree. Then, then he goes right back to Nothing Mad- and Well, there's body bags too. That's TV thing. But he goes back to Nothing Madness, which I would still say is a great movie. I think at the mm-hmm. time it wasn't appreciated, but now it is. But and then it gets then it gets a little dicier. It's a little uh, weird, <laughs> but he comes back like Vampires is like I think we're probably all in agreement here. Vampires is probably his his last great, right? Because he he only has two more after that, anyways. But yeah, a lot of people disagree with that too. I think because a lot of people hate vampires. But oh, uh, really? Oh yeah, it's not. It is yeah, not. I think I think people don't like. I think a lot of people maybe. I, well, I, is it I, just I, James Woods or? I, I thought I, I was going to say that, but I actually have no basis in this at all. It's literally just coming out of my mind. But like he's James so James Woods facts. in it. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I, I'm not speaking. He's like just overdoing it and like. Yeah. But that you know, I don't know. I'm into it. Like, well, right. I mean, I know it wasn't. I don't think it did well at the time. I think no. now people think it's aged well because the stuff with Cheryl Lee, people find kind of. Icky, Icky, and I understand, and like no, yeah. you know, James Woods. There's a lot of things working against vampires. I think, oh, it, okay, but I think, you know, I don't know. I I still really like it. I I know it has problems, but I to me, it's like we're talking about things that feel like John Carpenter and feel like he's really still got something. I feel like it's still there. And and again, I defend Ghost of Mars, but I see it has way more. I, I think it's not as well made as vampires. And then it just becomes sure. you get the award, a couple Master Horror, which I. Really think right. cigarette burns if that got a bigger budget and extended to full feature length, people talk and it wasn't a TV thing. People talk about sure. it more, but um, it almost was like a weird companion piece in the Mathematics in a weird way. It's like cool. if in the Mathematics is based on like a book make everyone go crazy. This is a movie make everyone go crazy. It's like a I don't know. I really like it, I, but it's I, I definitely need to see that one because I, I wish he made some more movies. I know he just you know has kind of stopped for the most part. Uh, but I don't the man plays video games. I uh, know he yeah. just loves basketball and video games. I respect it, but I yes. I wish he had to make a full on western. I know we always want to do that. Um, he never got to make like a full western. He made a bunch of things that were like inspired inspired by them or quasi vampires is kind of like a western. Yeah, you know, it's like feels like a, it's definitely you know it's jingly jingly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, start to interrupt. Uh, okay, going so through, no, right? you're fine. The fog. What's after? What's before the uh, fog? I, oh, the, there was they live. Was it was the fog? Then it was they live, and then now we're at six, which is Prince of Darkness. Okay. Also love it. Uh, hey, that's one. Huh. A match. Uh, we match. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Yeah, uh, very scary movie, and I think it's one where I watched it when I was younger and didn't really get it. Kind of, I was yeah. like, well, "What's it? this? Is kind of weird." It wasn't what I, I did, had no idea what I was getting into, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now it's like, "Oh yeah, this is this is good. I really yeah. like this stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see how, like, if you are younger, like I was like a teenager, you know, I was like, "What is this? This, yeah. is, this isn't <laughs> this isn't for me." What is anyway? But anyway, uh, number five, another shocker, Halloween. This is I Matt, Matt is loving me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's fine. I'm down. I'm down with it. Yeah, we don't have anything to say about Halloween. I mean, it's it's a great movie. I mean, what can I? Say? Is it? <laughs> I understand. I mean, We're in the top five. I really can't even joke. I'm not, I'm giving you shit. Right. But it's just like, yeah, one it's, of the best horror movies of all time. It, easy, yeah. you know. Anyway, number four, Christine. 
Whoa, really? Wow, yeah. okay. That's great. Yeah. So this is the one that's gone up for me the most because I've rewatched it a few times over the last few years. And it was one I used to kind of like not really be into either. Mm-hmm. Like that just didn't ever click with yeah. me. And then all of a sudden it did. And I think it's all the the dialogue, right? Because, you know, it's bringing in a lot of the King aspect of it. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I but I don't know. I just love it now. It, and it, it is like, as you see, bumped into my. Yeah, that's great. Over Halloween, I but, love yeah. seeing Christine that high. Yeah. I, in the car. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't agree 100%, Anthony. I would not, you know, <laughs> choose the car. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think it's a, a pretty solid movie like I, I it's hard to find anything like wrong with it to me like it's one of those sure. it's 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 close to like a hard to find anything like, you know i don't want to say perfect movie but it's one that's so smooth like from start to finish yeah agree feels man that was everything was going right for him when he made that like you don't feel any kinks in the armor like it was like perfect yeah. um <laughs> but number three i got the thing uh, interesting is that good um i love it i mean that's what i'm saying like it's hard to talk about these top ones because oh, yeah. they're yeah. all number three the thing no you're right no i'm, I'm trying to oh, see what you're you see what i haven't said it's my number one is the one that's weird okay and, um <laughs> so number two is big trouble in little china same thing grew up loving it kurt russell amazing everyone amazing it's not amazing you know like the whole cast perfect right yeah. everyone's great in it and it's just such a good time that's never going to go away for me because I watched that all the time growing up. Like that's one where it's connected to me um, as a child. Oh, and, and um, but that's also why number one is my number one because of when I saw it and it's effect it had on me. And that's in the mouth of madness is my wow. one, uh, John Carpenter movie. That's because, I know that's a cool pick. I just didn't expect to be your number yeah, one. Like I agreed. <clears throat> yeah, I love it. And uh I don't know. I watched it right when it came out. Me and my cousin, you know, like we were big into Stephen King and like, you know, getting into that, like reading it. So it, it was just the perfect, like, you know, timing is what it was. So when we came to that movie and then saw it and like, we thought at that time it was one of the scariest movies we'd ever seen. Yeah, right. Like I, mean, it's... <laughs> I was like 15 or something probably. You yeah. Know? What a great you know? time to see that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's weird even watching it now. Like I'm like, Oh, I know I try to, I used to tell people, oh, this is one of the best, you know, best movies ever, scariest movie. And I realize I'm overemphasizing some of that probably, <laughs> you know, when I rewatch it now, like it's, it doesn't scare me like it used to, but it is, you know, it's all that. What's his name? <laughs> like blinking that style Sam of horror. Neil? Or, no. Sutter Kane, Sam Neil. <laughs> yeah, oh, what's his name? The. Lovecraftian, you know the. Oh, Lovecraftian okay. Oh, okay. Monsters, like all that. <laughs> John that Carpenter. Weird... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like literally blinking on his name, Lovecraft. You know, like just all that stuff. Like in like whenever he's in those tunnels and you get all those weird, like in like when he goes. Oh, it yeah. is it's a whole movie. Like every every little sequence to me was just so freaked me out and freaked my cousin out, and we would just like watch it over and over and like scare ourselves for some reason. I don't know yeah. why we did it. You know, like. It's... Very yeah, also weird just like creepy, yeah. It's like, the fact that they were like, you know, in the book, not really in the book, but you know, like what was real, what wasn't real, was the book taking over, or that you know, it was it just affected us and still my favorite. And I, I do yeah. still love it, like, even though I um am able to like watch it and say, Oh, maybe this wouldn't work for everyone. 
now and maybe all these things that I thought were like this is the best movie of all time when I was 15 you know like aren't quite <laughs> on that same level now as a 41 year old but <laughs> uh I still I still love it and I, I love that I Michael Michael DeLuca you know he's he was like new lines you know big big producer but he's written three movies in the mouth of madness uh Freddy's dead and Judge Dredd <laughs> What a run! What a run. like the original Stallone one. Yeah, yeah, just weird. That is weird. The shit that that this guy was like because I don't I don't think of him as a as a writer. You yeah, know, I think of he, you know, like he like he was the New Line guy, right? And yeah, it's crazy to me. Anyway, <laughs> I know that I, I didn't know that for the longest time that he wrote it. You know, so yeah. I was like, when I found it out later in life, I was like. It kind of feels like it's Carpenter could have written it. Right. Well, well, yeah, he, yeah. He, well he did. Oh, right. And, didn't he ghostwrite it? He used his, his Quatermass. Yeah. That name. <laughs> that fake, that very fake name, like Martin right. Quatermass or something. Yeah. You're like, yeah, Martin oh, Quatermass. Yeah. Real person. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, if it's, it's definitely up there. It's very close to I, being his scariest movie right behind Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. It's, it's, yeah, I agree. Three disorienting it's maybe like the weirdest thing he's ever done like oh, yeah some really all out the, there stuff yeah, all the it. like looping stuff used to just so, like i hated it like it weirded me out and like <laughs> it was scared the crap out of me like yeah when it was like old and then not like you know the, on the bike and i was like man i just oh my god yeah that part just affected me <laughs> the bike a lot is so and, weird the yeah. weird people in the town i, I mean I, imagine watching this after sitting in the theater for you know already five hours six hours after watching the thing in prince of darkness and it's midnight and this comes on and i walk out of the theater at like two o'clock in the morning and then i have to drive home and like you know it's it's chilly outside there is oh. fucking pitch black maybe a little fog out there like i was not i was like i have to drive on the interstate to get home <laughs> this is not going to go well. I feel safe for an interstate. Those little, if I had to go on like little back roads, I, I'd be like, I, I like, I was like, holy shit. It's like some fucking weird thing on the bike going to come up here. Yeah. I was like hearing voices. Oh yeah. Doesn't the road like disappear from under him at one yeah, point? Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. And yeah then, it's like, it's all these like scary disorienting things happening. Like I think they loop back to the town. Like he can't get, like he takes the road yeah, out, but it out. sends him right back. And it's like the road goes up under him. It's like, it's just, yeah, there's all, it's, it's just nightmares. Scenario. It's just, yeah, it's very yeah, absolutely logic y. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's really. I want to rewatch that one really bad right now, too. Yeah, that you're talking yeah. about it. Um, yeah. and, and I know what I was saying, kind of like uh, I think a lot of what I was saying about it not holding up is more like effects wise and stuff. Like, it uses a lot of practical effects and whatnot, but you know, not everyone likes to like some of them are weird, like the upside down, like dog heads and stuff like that. Like, they, they can look silly if you're not weird too, yeah, in the okay. right, you know, like. Again, I said, if you're watching well. it in bright daylight, yeah. you know, yeah. on your I, I agree. I, I, I was pretty fucking freaked out the first time I saw it. So, yeah, I know, think, like four years ago. Thank God they weren't like early, like digital effects. But they would not hold right. yeah, yeah, totally look terrible. But I, yeah. I think as they're practical, they really work. Like, it, what's um, Jurgen Prochnow? I, I think I'm yeah. mispronouncing it. Like, yeah, he does like the back of his head is like. Yeah. I think yeah, it's very cool. When the cops beating up the dude and then. He turns it around and he's normal one time, but then he's oh, like the monster. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, god yeah. damn it. No. <laughs> now we're all now we're all freaked out. It's like Jesus, I gotta go to bed. I'm gonna have to watch like spotlight before I go to bed to calm down here. Jeez, guys. <laughs> well, that was your Sorry. comfort movie. It is my comfort movie. <laughs> so to make him calm. 
<laughs> I get it. You like watching people be good at their jobs, reporters doing good reporting. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, oh, okay. We did it. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> we Matt, we, we failed the mission horribly. We did fail the mission. It's my We're fault so because sorry. we spent 40 minutes talking about Blu-rays and review Jesus. copies, that was my bad. which I hope was interesting to anybody else but us, but I had a good time. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure plenty of people have Blu-rays. You have fans out there, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> They'll stick by your side no matter what, even when you have two guys like us tag along. I'm, I'm sure sorry, people to listen to I'm a not movie podcast. Guy like me, movie... tag along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, and we're you know we're going to be talking about these Carpenter movies more. That's another reason I didn't really want to go. You know, that's I didn't want to go detail. I didn't bring any notes on these or anything. Yeah, you know, this is just off the top of my head, like yeah. remembering. He's like, doing a whole series on him. I feel like eventually. I mean, I'm. I'm sure I'll come back to a couple of them on the pod. You know, like, yeah. just, oh, yeah. I love, he's a, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but actually, he's like a top five director for me, I think I realized. Cause I was going oh, yeah. through and I'm like, I'm like Scorsese, Tarantino, Tony Scott, Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, it, yeah, I, he's like, he's, that's one of the first names I go to. If I'm just rattling off director names and I'm because the, the run is incredible. Like, the that run and then even the stuff after, it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, he's really up there. I don't know if he's like top five, top ten for you guys. I don't know where he's, he's well, like if, if I have a Mount Rushmore, he's he's one of the on four. There. Oh, he's okay, yeah, four on there, yeah, yeah. He's definitely up there for me too. And I was I was thinking about it earlier. That's the one thing I was actually thinking about was kind of like because I you know I was talking about how well he shoots his films, like how good he is at filmmaking. Like he's just he's another one of those guys that obviously just has it right. Yeah. You can tell, like, but he's like. I don't know. I I don't want to like. It's not derogatory, or I don't mean it any. But almost like a lo-fi, like he's like a lo-fi, like a garage band director over like you know Spielberg. They're they're <laughs> they both are you know perfect technicians. But like you watch a Carpenter movie and you watch Spielberg movie, and like one's like overproduced, one's like underproduced. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like listening yeah. to like in Euro compared to like. I don't never mind, you know, like I don't know if that's a good comparison, <laughs> well, but like you know, like yeah, one I, like I appreciate polished that ones, uh, yeah. not, but they're both yeah, great, Car- right? Carpenter you know, like, is both like doing so many of the same things craft ones. Yeah, he's he's like uh you know, like a blue collar mm-hmm. craftsman. And yes. he, he, yeah. he's 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 obviously an artist, but you know, when I think of Carpenter, I always go craftsman first because mm-hmm. he is he is so technically sound and he is so confident in his direction. Yeah. Yeah. But I, when someone, whoever called him a craftsman years ago, it's really stuck with me. It almost sounds like it's kind of like, not like a backhanded compliment, but it almost sounds like slight where it's like, oh, he's a good craftsman. I, I don't know if yeah. anybody's a wrestling fan, but this, <laughs> for pro wrestling, there's guys who are good in the ring. They call, they say he's a good hand in the ring. And it's almost like a backhanded compliment. It's like, you're not a star, but you're like a good hand. Like you can right. make anybody have a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, He's better than that for sure. But I do think of him as like, like a character he actor. just knows what to do. <laughs> I'm not going to say functional. He's, I was just like, going to say, is he a functional director, man? No, he's better than that. He's better than that. Uh, He's got style, but it's like, it's just not in your face and it's very yeah. like he likes to I, like Halloween's a great example. He like he just knows how to move the camera, but he's not doing ever. I would never say he's doing like too much. You know what I mean? It's always like nice wide shots. Like he just everything's very clean. It feels very like you're getting everything like he just knows what to do yeah. to make a movie look good. And it's just yeah, I mean, it's what we love Tony Scott, uh, obviously, but it's like t- Tony, a lot, a lot going on in Tony's movies. I don't think there's yeah. ever. Carpenter wouldn't describe as busy, you know, it's usually like a, right. like a steady cam, you know, we're just keeping everything kind of there. It's so like I, an you know, anti-auteur auteur. 
I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. You know a Carpenter movie when you see it, but it's not any of that weird flashy shit. It's just right. solid as hell. I know. Yeah, I was going to yeah, ask yeah. and I was like, I don't even want to do that because I can't even answer it. I was going to say like, well, how do you, you know, what is Carpenter like trade? But that's kind of it. Like, but I didn't want to get into it because I was like, well, I don't even know if I could like pinpoint what it is. It makes I, Carpenter movie Carpenter, but I know it. Yeah. Right. But I can't explain it. Yeah. Well I mean, now I, I would say it, it's like characters. it's a very clean steadiness to a lot of it. That sounds very like yeah. lame and like that. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. No, I mean, it's that's like perfect. It's just like this very like everything's going to be done really well and professional like look great and yeah it's just going to well, be it's like i was saying with escape from new york you know it's so smooth you know it wasn't working for me today but i i would even i can't deny that i was watching it. i was like oh this is just a good this is a movie he made a movie <laughs> yeah. i mean that's i mean <laughs> make a, a movie <laughs> I keep referencing Halloween, but I think that's just a great because he had so little money on that movie. Mean my number seven Carpenter. Uh, yeah, James right. James is number, number five, five, I believe. Uh, it's fine. One of the greatest fine, movies guys. of all time. Yeah. Right. Seriously, that's how good this number, guy is. He's one of the great. Yeah, it's one of the great movies of all you time. You guys shit, but you. Yeah, you're both saying like it's one of the greatest of all time, but it's my number five, number seven. I, so it's just funny to be like, oh, but but a movie like that where he had very little money. I don't remember what the budget was. Was it a million dollars? It might have been that M- much. Million bucks. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. million and a half. We'll say. And the fact that his camera work is cinematography is so good in that movie is what elevates that movie to still be as great as it is. Honestly, I think that's what really it's like, oh, you're in the hands of a master because there's so many junky <laughs> slasher movies. And yeah. the mm-hmm. difference maker is John Carpenter, like true. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Tell me wrong. Michael Myers, iconic slasher. But the more it's his it's his direction that makes that movie as good as it is, because he elevates it to way above what could have been junky, forgettable, whatever. Um, because you're like, why is this so well made for this what babysitter murders uh yeah. sla- you know slasher movie? It's like yeah, I don't know. Well, just, I mean yeah. You're saying his it, it's all that technical side, but also his direction with the actual people in the movie, like that's yeah with the actors, like they they just go enough, but they don't go too far to where it feels like a character or caricature or fake. You know, they're they're realistic in just the right way. You know, without being too real, because then, like, you know, where I told you I was having issues with Scream Six, almost like where they were bringing too much in, but like they were in that perfect. But and, that, it's tough to do, right? Like, yeah. it's tough and people to, worked you know, with him often. He had like a little troop. I felt like of people that would pop yeah. up yeah. at least a couple Nancy times. Loomis. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, he had his he had his people. Adrian Barbeau, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis pops up a couple times. It, it, Fog yeah. and Halloween and yeah. Kurt Russell, obviously, they're like buddies. You know, it's like yeah. so. Um, yeah, he's good with actors too. I don't want to yeah, dismiss that. It's like he's clearly good with actors. Um, but then he can do really fun, kind of wacky stuff like Big Trouble in Little China, which you probably wouldn't expect from me either, because it's like it almost seems too zany for him at that time, you know? It's like so I, he's just one of my he's one of the best, one of my favorites. Uh I, I, I love him I, as much as I love like the other horror masters too. I'd put him as my favorite guy between Craven and Hooper and Romero. But that's that hurts because I love all those guys, but I Carpenter's my guy. Those four too. I mean, same. James same. didn't speak, I mean, so I didn't know. If he's no, okay. it's, it's, it's the same. But I mean, yeah, it is tough. It, you don't like having to choose, but I mean, if I have to choose, like which movies are my favorites, and I go back to the most. I mean, maybe like some of the, a couple of the nightmares I do as much. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's probably it. I, Craven versus Carpenter is such a funny thing because I feel like Craven had such high highs like nightmare and scream and and then some of the lows though some of the west Craven movies i've seen where i don't like i'm like ooh, but i don't think so i think he's made more movies i think are outright bad than carpenter ever did honestly yeah just right. 
make that comparison. I'm, I'm just dragging this on now, but yeah, it's like, no, no, I, uh, but yeah, but yeah I, I, like Carpenter is probably honest to God. He's probably the director that I go to, uh, more often than any other director. Like he has so many and and that's such a huge thing to me. If, if I'm able to rewatch a movie over and over again, that means it's, it's great to me. And, uh, you know, he's got, what was it? 12 for me he's got 12 of those that at any <laughs> yeah. moment i can just be like yes i, I want to watch christine or i want to watch you know whatever i want to watch christine yeah <laughs> i that did just funny. look up my letterbox all-time stats really quick i was curious about how many who's my all-time most watch director you'll love this james number one is spielberg Ooh, <laughs> number wow. two is carpenter number two is hey. carpenter shockingly tony scott number three but stats. okay so where's this at stats let me look real quick i might as well Let's oh boy this. here we go <laughs> we're gonna we're, we got i started minutes. this it's fine it's fine no, we got go 13 all... minutes till uh three hours we're, we're doing it <laughs> let's do it this, this let's show just it. cannot go it. short there's just no film feast does yeah. not go under two hours at this point <laughs> we're having a good time most watched directors is that what you're looking at if you go to yeah if you go to your stats and go to all time it'll tell you and keep scrolling down You'll okay, see directors. All, all right. Yeah, it's like okay. Most oh, I got, directors. Um, Stan Brackage is my number one, but he 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 does short films like oh. minute long art films, so I don't really count that. Carpenter is oh. number one. Then uh, Bergman, Ingmar Bergman, just because of the set. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Fulci is right behind those two. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which okay. is weird. Good. Like, and I'm not really a Fulci guy, but like. Why the fuck do I watch so many Lucio Fulci movies? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you were that big a fan, but <laughs> it's weird. Uh, yeah. That is weird. Well, uh, okay, uh, okay. I'm on the most watched thing, but isn't there a way you can also see how many times? Like, you can go. I've seen it before, but I can't remember how to get there. How many times you've seen or like, rewatched them? Like, you can see how I, I one you time saw the, how many times you can go to the movie itself. I don't. I don't know if you can. No, there, okay, so yes, there is a way, and I, I hate that I can't figure it out right now, but because <laughs> I, I, right, like if you click on the director's name and then it's like you've watched 35 films directed by Steven Spielberg, which is my number one most watched director. But the, when I did Tony Scott once, there was a way I got in there and it was like it showed me how many I'd watched of his and rewatched oh. that same year. Oh, it was like you've watched 34 or watched his movies 34 times. It was. Watched and his I, movie, so like that right, included like, the rewatches. Exactly. So it was all, yeah. like because I would like to know that because that's I do that a lot. That's nowadays. Good, yeah. Let's see um, if there's any carpenters in my most watched. But okay, so my my top my top is Steven Spielberg thirty five films, Ridley Scott twenty one, Martin Scorsese twenty one, John Carpenter nineteen, and Tony Scott nineteen. I'm shocked Tony's it tied for number four, it sounds like like well, he really above yeah, it'd be his filmography then. Yeah, it's just they don't have any more movies. So like these other people who have more movies, I'm they're gonna beat them out. David Cronenberg also has 19. So Carpenter, Scott, and Cronenberg all 19. Is it not so it doesn't count rewatches? No. It it, it doesn't if you just go to most watched straight oh, up. Oh, okay. Because it's okay. just showing you how many of their movies you've watched. I okay. I thought it okay. I thought it was. I was like, oh yeah, but, but no, you're right. Because yeah, I think that would make sense. I'm looking at it now from that perspective. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, Someone I know out there more. is like, I know how to t- to get to the. <laughs> James was talking. About, I feel but... stupid. No, because I was like, I know I've watched. It says 17 films for Tony Scott. I'm like, I've watched more. Like you know, he's the only has mm-hmm. 16. I think I, I think I watched the short film 
he did for BMW. Bride, yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why I have 17. So, so yeah, I guess, yeah, okay. This whole time I was reading this wrong. So, because I, mean, I watched them all, <laughs> I've watched more than that. So, um, huh. Yeah, I got to figure that out. But anyway, um, it still seems pretty accurate because then it's like Scorsese, it's Clint Eastwood, because I have watched a lot of Clint Eastwood movies recently, yeah. directed, directed movies. Um, he's made a lot of fucking movies that guy. <laughs> I, keep, yeah, I, I keep thinking I'm making progress and I'm like, nope, I still got a lot more to go. Ah, uh, yeah. He's one I haven't watched very many at all, I realized. I really like his movies. Like again, it's like mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be a Clint Eastwood guy, but I'm like, oh, that just happened when you get older, you just turn to a Clint Eastwood. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, but I now I'm just like now I'm gonna watch all those movies, even the ones I'm not like Jersey Boys and Fifteen Seventeen to Paris. I'm like, I don't want to watch these, but it's gonna get to a point where I'm like, I've got to finish it. I've got to finish this filmography. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, oh, guys. I, 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 to... I, I figured oh. it out. Oh, you oh, got no. it. You figured it out. What no, you no, no, no. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. That's not how you do that. Okay, uh, go to this. We're doing this on air. Live. I should add like oh, Mission yeah. Impossible music over this part. Great podcasting. This is, this is thrilling podcasting. This is yeah. great. <laughs> People, I mean, us, I, I swear I did it. because Guys I trying like, to figure out Letterboxd. it once. <laughs> you did. I remember all the Tony Scott yeah, was watching. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I've been watching a lot of Tony Scott. And, uh, and it was like 50-something. And I was like, what the? Yeah. It might have been thirty something. I don't know. If but. I figure it out, I'll text you guys. Yes, this Damn is it. this is podcasting one hundred and one. Anyways, <laughs> we we're supposed to talk about Letterboxd anyway, so there we True, go. We are. I got it. it worked well, out. I, yeah, and this is part of the reason why I use it just for fun, like just doing stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to keep this in a a notebook. Like I would write down movies I'd seen and give them little star ratings. Like oh, I would wow. do. Yeah, I'm glad that notebook has been destroyed. But there's probably a lot of things in there I'm not like. I will like, why did I rate this that? Like, uh, yeah. But no, I was that. I was that cool in high school. Uh, I was keeping that notebook yeah. with movies I watched. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, we're guys. Like I hate to end this, but I feel I we're just no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're we're being, we're, we're being bad. Podcasters. Another hour. Um, but this was so much fun. I it's okay that it went longer than I expected because I had a good time. So that's all that matters. So that's why we do this is for is for the fun yes. hangouts. Uh, that's all that matters is friendship. So, uh, friendship. so it's all it's, it's all it's about and the we'll, movie uh, bubble. We'll do an addendum ex- episode you know, where we come back with okay now those stats we were talking about. <laughs> These guys on how to use letterbox. The next episode of I should yeah, it's like a part two. Um, uh, any, okay, uh, James, do you want to plug anything? Anything you're going to be on that you can talk about or just where people can follow you? Mm, no, uh, just okay. Twitter, <laughs> TJ Mackey, or TJ, sorry, at TJ underscore M-A-C-K-E-Y 432. Uh, that's it. I'm I'm not doing anything fun right now. Oh, Besides this. Well, I mean, th- yeah, this. I mean, the I'm, most I, fun. I, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while before. Like you said, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing this stuff with Daniel. The, I'll be doing a couple episodes. Hey, of my top two movies, spoiler. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Right. Wow, okay. oh, we, oh, yeah. We didn't. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. If we're, I I won't say more. I mean, but I will. Uh, I think oh, I said three. Not say that? You can cut that out. <laughs> now you're fine. I think it's because I people want to go back and figure. Yeah, it's it's fine. I think it's fine. Um, yeah, well, he said that he was doing every movie. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not really. <laughs> Spoilers. We're gonna talk about fun. some of these movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I signed up for three. I was like, I think I've really. <laughs> like i feel like did I'm you do three? I, I only did two i only did two i i, I should probably only do one honestly <laughs> i was getting greedy i actually came back for the third i signed up for two and then like 
I saw a couple other, I won't even say a couple other people I wanted to podcast with. I was like, I want to join you guys now. Well, so see, I kinda... yeah, I, I jumped on with Matt. I was like, oh, he's doing that. I'll jump on with, with Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're going to be on that one. So um, it's going to be very fun. I'm excited for that series. I don't know exactly. I think he's starting it kind of soon, but I'll let Daniel. I thought, yeah, I think it. he starts in June. Well, yeah. No, we don't know when he's going to start. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Uh, I, I don't know when either, but who I do knows? know that one of uh, my who I get to talk with about one of the movies. Oh, I saw I don't the know list. If, I don't know. If, is he? Did he add it? I saw. I saw on the list who you're doing it with. So I. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Is it John I, Carpenter? That, that's a spoiler. He, I haven't to him. James yet. is doing John Carpenter. Huge. He got John Carpenter, guys. <laughs> he he Carpenter. got him to take a break from video games and basketball to uh, no, <laughs> during the NBA playoffs. That I haven't got to talk to him on on virtually yet. So I'm excited. Oh yeah. Um. But anyway, I'm very excited for that series. I think Daniel will actually announce it before this comes out because I told him when this episode is going to be out. He's like, Hopefully. he's like, oh, I'll get on that. So I'll announce. That. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I think we're good. Um, Anthony, go ahead and plug Cult Movies and all the other stuff. Can, people can follow uh, you. Yeah, Cult Movies, new episodes every Sunday. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cult Movies Pod. And then me, myself, and I, Anthony, Michael Lloyd King. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd at. A.K. Donnelly. That's A-K-D-O-N-E-L-L-Y. That's it. <laughs> also, I'm going to plug episodes for you guys because I, I'm very late, but I just finished your Lethal Weapon 2 episode on cult movies. That was like Neon Badges kind of sub episode. Oh, um, oh yeah, did. that was a Patreon episode. Yeah. That oh, was okay. So well, fun. I'm a patron, so I mean. <laughs> yes, you are, man. <laughs> so I uh, I get that kind of those kind of perks, but uh uh people should sign up for that and that was a good episode and i loved your episode on fantasia that you guys just did i, was I james you weren't also even here fun. yet i think and i was already laughing about i got to tell you that <laughs> you were like incriminating yourself about the drug oh, use yeah, and like I nobody know. even asked and you were like well it was worse than weed everyone's sitting there like we didn't we didn't ask <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like you I know. kept talking I'm telling like you, listen man don't let james I'm get bad. interrogated he's gonna give up everything yes yes I, I my wife knows like i i can't lie like i'm one of those people like i'm i would be like ratting everyone out like oh. do not do anything with me because you will not get away with it because I, I was I'm, like, cracking as soon up. as someone asks anything i'm like oh yeah yeah we don't understand Sorry, <laughs> I was sitting there doing like playing a game or something while that podcast going. I was like laughing to myself. I think out loud, I was like, James, nobody's nobody's asking. I know, I know, <laughs> nobody I know, pressured I know. you to say any of this. I know, and um, I, it's like my guilty conscience. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was so funny. <laughs> I, I have mean, to let you know. Yeah, you with Lexi and Christy, it was like the whole that that group who I don't think ever I you podcasted separately, but that group of right. four like together. It worked, like, yeah. It went really well. I was, yeah. I was <laughs> like, I hope you like do another episode with the four of you because there's great chemistry there. I was like, this <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, do another one this season. Okay, that was so much fun. Um, so everyone should listen to those. Hey, listen to cult movies, and uh, good lord, it's gone way longer than I expected for our stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, three clock. minutes, Matt. You can do it. <sighs> okay. Well, wait, three minutes. Your time. It'll not be ten yet. It's eleven. Oh, it'll be ten, but it'll be three hours. We're just going yeah, for that. Yeah. Shooting for well, we, we we talked a little bit after eight, but anyway, I'm getting distracted. So uh, it's all yeah. know that's the whole point of this episode. Um, what am I calling this again? Welcome to the movie bubble or the movie bubble? <laughs> yeah, functionals. Uh, we, we put the names. fun in function. <laughs> Oh God. oh god i can't do it i can't do it Andy. um okay uh <laughs> god you can follow the podcast on twitter at film feast pod you can follow me on twitter at map 87 follow me in the podcast on instagram uh film feast all one word um and that's it we'll talk to you next time bye everybody <laughs>